Production. Recorded live. Good evening. My name is Lauren, and welcome to Sex Trafficking Within the CI Community. Each and every week, Saturday evening, 1130, we have a call about the horrific crimes in which particularly target our community, and that's trafficking. Human trafficking is a fancy word for slavery, which was abolished. 152 years ago, 1865. Human trafficking is the movement of human beings, people, by force, coercion, deception, with the use and only the primary objective of exploitation, which is a fancy word for I'm going to utilize you. The crimes committed against us is monumental and and stacking each and every day. Nothing has been on this massive scale, maybe in history, since World War II, during the Nazi regime and Hitler. What we go through, one cannot explain, as well as our loved ones, or all the time in which we want to speak out and hear our pleas for justice. Those in high places turn their heads. Tonight, Saturday, February 25th, 2017, I am both honored and most appreciative to have Professor Martinez to share with us medical trafficking as his son, usually Bria, a type of medical mafia syndicate organized crime. Maybe we can have answers to what settles, unsettles us, I should say, when we are denied basic medical needs, as well as the filtering of government benefits, pensions, social security, and ultimate identity theft and assassination. It's a dark call. But I'm stepping up, stepping up my caring each and every day, being persecuted. Always caring, but more than important, always candid. In order to approach dark matters, we have to be honest. We have nowhere to run. We cannot lie to ourselves anymore. And I, again, can't thank you enough, audience, and again, for Professor Martinez taking her valuable time to help us on this road. With further ado, I'd like to introduce Professor Martinez. Professor, if you'll please star eight, I can recognize you on the board and unclick you on the computer. Okay, uh, Professor Martinez? Yes. Hi, good evening. This is Lauren. Are you ready? Everyone, this is Professor Martinez. When did you know that you were targeted? I know you've worked as a professor, you have students, a workload, in college atmosphere. When did you realize you were being targeted? Well, when I started uh, to take my mother to the doctor, uh, my mother has had a cancer uh, twice. 
he has had two cancer operations. One was uh, followed by chemo and um, other treatments, uh, and um, the next cancer operation was not followed by chemo, but uh, the doctor warned my mother that she had to follow um, follow up with um, a cancer doctor, an oncologist, gynecologist. Um, every three to six months, uh, she has not seen uh, a doctor, an oncologist, for the last six years. Why? Because the government um, employees working at the Social Security Administration office, offices, the uh, Centers for Medicare and Medicaid Services, uh, and the um, Department of Social Services have blocked her uh, because they have been selling the citizens' identities and government benefits uh, and medical insurances uh, to illegal aliens. And my mother is one of those um, poor citizens whose uh, identities and social, identity and social security number have been sold to illegal aliens. Therefore, she uh, cannot have access to medical care, which is illegal in the United States. And when I have taken her to the um, emergency rooms, she has been denied medical care in the United States. Uh, some of the emergency rooms that I have taken her to, uh, in which she was denied medical care, was the um, hospitals in uh, uh, Danville, uh, upstate New York, the um, hospital in uh, Yonkers, New York, um, uh, and the hospitals in uh, New York City, in Manhattan. The Manhattan Hospital is called Metropolitan Hospital. Uh, the uh, Yonkers Hospital that I took her to um, were the following. Uh, St. John's Hospital and also um, the uh, Dobbs Ferry uh, Hospital, which is also called St. John's uh, Hospital. Uh, I also took her to the... Um, a general Hospital in uh, Rochester, New York, which is upstate New York. She was also denied medical care because uh, she uh, was followed by um, dozens of uh, illegal aliens master members, some of uh, whom are illegal themselves. Uh, they have no documentation because they uh, entered our country illegally. And some of them uh, are also um, citizens like us, and they uh, followed. Their function is to follow the citizens once their identities are stolen and sold to illegal aliens and illegal aliens mafia members, and inform their superiors within the mafia which hospitals uh, and which places the citizens go to, so they don't have access to medical care and therefore they can die, uh, so the illegals who have their identities can stay with their identities uh, and government benefits forever. First of all, your mother is very ill, not once but twice. You're her caregiver. 
taking care of her. So at that time, when your mother became very ill and you had to take care of her for medical attention, and you noticed that she was being denied her rightful medical attention and services as a United States citizen, was your life at that time going normal like most Americans? You were working, you were in the college, you were teaching your students, and did you, like, by helping your mother, in fact, are you now targeted by the mafia illegal now as well? Oh, certainly. I have been targeted for years. Uh, I have been followed, stopped. Uh, people have uh, committed crimes against me, like uh, robbery and other crimes. Uh, I called the police. The police doesn't do anything regarding that. Um, I have been assaulted by people when I call to the police. The police doesn't do anything because there are uh, illegal alias mafia members working uh, as police officers, and what they do is they have uh, their uh, police uh, people um, informed prior uh, to the event, uh, the assault, the robbery, or whatever uh, the event is, and uh, they are told not to do anything uh, to assist me in any way, shape, or form. Uh, and in, in reality, what is happening is that criminals are working as police officers, uh, and many times with the identities of citizens because they are illegal aliens themselves, and they don't have the citizens once the citizens ask for help. And then by this, so a lot of times, uh, in our community, when we go to law enforcement or nurses or professionals, I have heard many people in our community say, I don't know sometimes if I was speaking to a real cop or a real lawyer. And a lot of times we aren't. We're actually speaking to an imposter with an American identity to take over his or her life, in essence. Is that correct? That's correct. Um, I spoke to... Um a person myself, uh, when I was infiltrating uh, into this organization, the Illegal Aliens Mafia, uh, this person told me that uh, a lot of uh, Illegal Aliens Mafia members uh, are illegals themselves, and a lot of them have been working working as doctors, <laughs> lawyers, even judges, and they only have uh, nurses and so on, and they only have a high school diploma, and they have been working uh, as a person, as a professional with a doctorate degree and getting salaries that they never imagined they were going to get. And so in essence, imposters, they're actors, and all with, um, I can't believe these are high treason, RICO violations, I can't believe our country's never had any type of uh, investigation, you know, into this. Oh, yes. Uh, they will not do an investigation. And when they are forced uh, to do an investigation because uh, a news reporter or um, uh, somebody uh, which is part of the media uh, makes an, uh, an inquiry regarding uh, the matter, um, when they are forced to do an investigation, the investigation never goes anywhere because the illegal aliens mafia sees that either um, it doesn't go anywhere or it takes forever. 
like in the case of my mother, uh, she has been dying uh, of cancer, and uh, I have informed uh, and spoken to and contacted uh, the FBI, the head of the FBI in New York. Um, I have contacted uh, the Inspector General uh, of the state of New York, uh, the Inspector General's office in the state of New York, and uh, in uh, Washington, D.C., I have also contacted uh, President Obama's office, and I was told straight out that uh, the president and his staff were not going to do anything regarding that because they they uh, have been informed uh, for the last nine years, quote-unquote, and they haven't done anything so to quit uh, informing the uh, the president's office regarding this uh, situation in which uh, millions of USA citizens have, are being uh, murdered. So illegal aliens have um, been getting their identities and social security numbers uh, for good and have been using these to vote, to get government benefits, to purchase homes, cars, and property uh, with the identities of uh, the citizens and to do many uh, other things, including committing crimes. Wow. How did you really discover that the mafia, how did you discover that they had stolen your mother's identity while you're taking care of her? And in essence, your identity, you began, were you targeted before your mom uh, uh, got really sick and you had to keep taking her now to hospitals? and you realize she's not being treated right. Well, I was targeted uh, after I started helping my mother, and I spoke to a friend of mine uh, who was an ADA uh, for 30 years. Uh, He told me to start documenting everything and start uh, start recording uh, everything. So I started to um, videotape uh, illegal aliens mafia members committing crimes like following and stalking other citizens, um, like uh, uh, having the the Italian Mafia uh, members' vehicles crashing into um, the citizens' vehicles, uh, citizens who were the victims of the illegal aliens Mafia. Uh, and um, when I realized I was uh, going to a hospital, uh, the Metropolitan Hospital in Manhattan, New York, downtown Manhattan, And uh, I went to uh, ask um, if I could uh, get certain certain, uh, medical care. And I was told, no, but you were here um, two days ago. Uh, You are pregnant and you're about to to give birth. Now, I have never had a child. Um, I am not married. And um, I was told that I had two children. Um, after I gave my social security number and my date of birth. And um, then I found out that uh, my social security and my name uh, were being used by an illegal alien mafia member at that, by an illegal alien mafia member at that hospital. Uh, And that this person was getting welfare benefits with my name and social security number. She was also having children, and I, I understand that uh, each birth is about $65,000, and she had had uh, two children already. 
so uh, if you multiply $65,000 uh, by two, you can get an idea of uh, what um, our taxpayers are paying just for two children uh, that an illegal alien smuggler member uh, had with a citizen's identity and social security number. And uh, according to my, my research, I have um, found that illegal aliens mafia members can have from six to, uh, to 11 children on the taxpayer's money, of course, a courtesy of the taxpayer's money, uh, with, the identity of, uh, with the identities of uh, citizens. And many illegal aliens mafia members have up to six or seven different identities um, and uh, up to six and seven uh, different government benefits and government checks coming in every month. Uh, and the taxpayers are paying for this. You know, I thought of the, and I have a question then, Professor Martinez. If they can do that, six or seven identities under one U.S. Uh, citizen's identity, don't the computers talk? Because how can you get welfare and then uh, some of us are still at work? Or how can one social security number be used to work? I'm working 40 hours a week. Yet an illegal alien is using my social security. <clears throat> Wouldn't that talk to the computer? Do I have to pay taxes? And you know, when I was working, I'm just wondering how come they never discovered that type of fraud, or do they have mafia members at that level where they'll scratch it out and not report it? Yes, the problem is that um, illegal aliens mafia members uh, can have um, six uh, or seven different identities. And they have uh, six or seven different addresses. So um, one person would have my identity, for example, uh, and uh, that person would be living in one of the five boroughs in, in New York City. For example, that person can be living in um, Queens, uh, <laughs> which is um, New York County, and another person can be living in another county would be living in Westchester County, which is uh, next to New York City, uh, a different county. Then another person could be living in New Jersey, uh, in Morristown, uh, which is a different county. So the uh, public assistance or welfare computers, uh, I should say to be more clear, um, don't communicate with each other because oh. they are in different counties. So they can get multiple uh, government benefits according to my research, uh, if they are in different counties. In different counties. And, and, mm -hmm. and because the government, benef the, the government benefits are being managed by illegal aliens mafia members uh, who work as government employees in um, the Department of Social Services, uh, as well as in the Social Security Administration offices, everything is covered up uh, by them because they do the paperwork, the falsification of the uh, paperwork to cover up these this um, fraud that um, victimizes the taxpayers as well as uh, many citizens. And the, citizens. And, then, and the ugliest part of this trafficking is it's the end result is to kill the United States citizen and take over, walk right into their lives in, in essence. Exactly. Uh, the, uh, the purpose of all this is to ultimately assassinate the American citizens, so the illegal aliens mafia members who uh, have their identities can keep their identities and they can 
continue on living with these identities uh, to vote, to continue uh, getting Social Security uh, benefits, uh, to continue getting government benefits, to continue getting welfare benefits, and all the other benefits that they can get their hands on. And, they, and each county now does it. I, that's amazing. The, the computers in this age, 2017, don't talk to each other. Now, doesn't it get more difficult to do this fraud on a government level? Because the government is the entire government. Wouldn't that be harder to get, like, Social Security administrative benefits? Because that's government. I can live in Idaho. I can live in Indiana. I can live in California. But there's only one government, so I, I can't see how they get away with that fraud. Yes, uh, uh, I would assume that uh, it would be difficult to get uh, federal uh, benefits. Federal, right, not, right. Yeah, but not local uh, uh, state benefits like uh, welfare benefits, um, ten of um, electricity assistance, uh, ten of is cash money from welfare. Uh, they give it. They give give it to them in cash. Uh, wow. Money for furniture. Money for clothing, uh, money for rent, uh, a lot of millions of dollars uh, are uh, stolen by the Illegal Aliens Mafia members uh, uh, through the state. Uh, one of the assassins and Illegal Aliens Mafia members that are, uh, that is, uh, 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 you know, that is, uh, that, um, that doesn't, um, look at uh, people's faces to, to kill them is uh, called uh, Kevin McGuire. He's the commissioner of the Department of Social Services in Westchester County. He's in charge, according to my 15 years research, of assassinating or um, uh, getting the people, uh, the illegal aliens mafia members, uh, to assassinate the citizens once uh, he has stolen uh, and sold the identities of the citizens to illegal aliens mafia members. What he does is he has a group of uh, illegal aliens mafia members follow, stalk, and uh, hold down, uh, quote-unquote, uh, American citizens after he has stolen their identities and social security numbers and sold these to illegal aliens. So once the, the citizens are assassinated, then he can go on um, and uh, uh, not worry, uh, not worrying about uh, being found out because the citizens are already dead, and the illegal aliens mafia members uh, have their identities and getting and they're getting the government benefits that belonged to the murdered uh, person. Professor Martinez, when did you realize that this the illegal aliens mafia's ultimate goal was to kill not only you? but your mother, too. Do you live in constant fear? Yes. Uh, right now, I am living at 330 uh, Electric Avenue, Rochester, New York. Uh, and the, I am living here with my mother because um, the illegal alias mafia members uh, who were the owners of um, the uh, uh, trailer that I rented for my mother uh, and myself um, got us illegally evicted within 24 hours, um, even though my mother was dying of cancer. Um, and after that, we went to live in a hotel in um, Henrietta, um, 
And after that, we rented this uh, 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 place uh, within a house that was in foreclosure, um, which an illegal alien mafia member called uh, Esteban Diaz Rivera rented us, uh, rented to us, and he told us that the house was paid for, um, that he uh, only paid the taxes, and everything was going to be all, uh, all right. When in reality, the uh, house was not paid for. Um, it was in foreclosure uh, because he had he had not paid uh, the the house in the last three years, and the house was not even his. It was uh, his sister's. Now he has tried to assassinate us uh, many many times. He, uh, we are renting a space uh, on the second floor. He has come up uh, on on the second floor many many times at two three four o'clock in the morning to try to open the door and assassinate us. And we have uh, a lock uh, on the door from the inside uh, that he cannot open. We have uh, had to call the police, the Rochester um, City Police, and uh, a police officer uh, had to come up and, uh, and, and, you know, the police officer officer told uh, Mr. Esteban Diaz Rivera uh, that if we if we came out um, assassinated, uh, he he was going to come for him because uh, he realized uh, that the situation was a dangerous situation for us. And these these are the vicissitudes and ordeals that illegal aliens mafia victims uh, who are USA citizens have to go through after they are being hunted down by uh, assassins and thieves like um, uh, Kevin McGuire, uh, which is the commissioner of the Department of Social Services in Westchester County. And uh, we lived in Westchester County for about five years. Then we came to Livingston County in upstate New York, and we found another uh, assassin, which is an illegal alien mafia member, called Diane Dane. Diane Dane is the commissioner of the Department of Social Services in Livingston County in uh, upstate New York. He, uh, she does exactly what Kevin McGuire does for the illegal alien mafia um, in Livingston County, not in Westchester County. And these assassins will carry out our deaths for money? So do they get paid? Does, he, does this mafia, they live pretty well, or the commissioner, the ones that are at the top, make a lot of money and then it trickles down? To the assassins no, the illegal aliens mafia member members all live very uh, wealthy lives. They have uh, they don't even know how to read or write. Many of them, um, they uh, many of them are illegal illegals in the country, and they uh, are living with the identities of USA citizens, which the illegal aliens mafia have already assassinated or oh uh, are in the process of assassinating. I I went to a house. Uh, uh, of an illegal alien mafia member um, in Westchester County, and uh, this house, uh, the woman had uh, three children. Let me see. She had one, two. She had two children, two boys, uh, and she was pregnant with a third one. And she lived uh, in a house, in a, a big house, in a with private uh, in a neighborhood that had a a, a, a private street. So you know that uh, that's a good, uh, a wealthy neighborhood, which uh-huh. has private streets. Uh, I went to another house, uh, 
and uh, which which was owned by an Indian uh, illegal alien mafia member. The house was worth about three million dollars. It was a big big house, um, and I am sure that uh, the person there did not have um, the papers because the woman who uh, owned the house stole uh, my identity and uh, asked me uh, for my uh, driver license while I was uh, doing research regarding my um, situation with the illegal aliens mafia. So you can tell that uh, these uh, illegal aliens mafia members uh, are uh, living wealthy lives because they drive cars uh, that uh, don't correlate with their education. For example, I have uh, seen illegal aliens mafia members who barely know um, English, and they are driving $75,000 at uh, Lexus 4x4. Uh, four four. Oh uh, you know, uh, vehicles. They, they are driving uh, BMWs, which are very expensive vehicles. They are driving um, vehicles that uh, do not correlate with their education, their skills, or uh, the salaries that uh, they are supposed to be getting. Um, speaking of that salary, one question, if you don't mind my asking, Professor Martinez, I can sort of see you may be, you know, uneducated, but you can get away with driving a Lexus. But I just want one question. How can you fake it trying to go to a professional job that you're supposed to have credentials and education, you are barely literate, doesn't your coworkers know you've got to be some kind of phony or fraud? Well, uh, there is something that is called nepotism. And uh, according to my 15 years research uh, regarding this illegal aliens mafia, I have found out that the supervisors of these individuals, these illegal aliens mafia members who are using uh, the citizens' identities, know what is going on. They are illegal aliens mafia members themselves, and mm. it is the best interest to keep their mouths shut, uh, to keep the, the, their salaries uh, coming, and to keep uh, their we wealthy lives uh, the way uh, uh, they are. Ah, and then in that, for example, if you're in a workplace, you know, a university, you could work for the state or the government, You've in that workplace, though, you've got you know, real citizen or real people that are here legally with the education, you've got them mixed in too. Is that correct? Besides the nepotism. Because who does the real work or does the work suffer because of the illegal Of course the work suffers because, uh, for example, in my case, I'm a college professor. I have dozens of people in different states working as uh, college professors. And since I have a license to teach from K uh, to college, um, I have uh, dozens of individuals, illegal alliance mafia members, impersonating me and uh, supposedly teaching children when they don't know what they're teaching and they don't know, uh, they don't even know English. Uh, I'm sure that a lot of uh, individuals who are impersonating me in New York City don't even know English. So how can you teach uh, children in the United States uh, that uh, when you don't know English? 
It's, and, that's what I'm and saying. That's why our education system is the way it is. Oh, everything arose. That's why criminals are cops, lawyers. Lawyers aren't real. Who's real anymore? That's why our country is in such. Um, it's it's real bad here now. It's real bad. Yes, because uh, a lot of uh, people who are supposed to be uh, professionals are not. They are people who uh, barely have a high school diploma, and they are getting salaries of people who uh, have doctorate because they are impersonating these these citizens. And uh, that's how come when you go to uh, an office or you go to a a school, uh, you see college professors that uh, don't even speak English, and they are getting huge salaries. You see a lot of uh, teachers who don't speak English, and they are uh, getting huge salaries also. You see nurse practitioners who tell you that uh, people cannot die from a severe migraine headache and uh, from a brain hemorrhage uh, when uh, a sixth grader knows that uh, this is untrue. And you see people that tell you stupid things that you know uh, don't, cannot possibly come from a professional. Uh, and uh, this is the reason why, because they are impersonating other people. And also, these impersonators, are a lot of them are born right here on the USA as well. They are imposters too. Oh, they work with the mafia too. They're mixed in, aren't they? They're criminals. Yes, they are criminals uh, born in the United States, but they don't want to go to school uh, and get their own credentials, so they have to use uh, other people's credentials to get a, a good job. And um, they have uh, obviously no brain to get uh, their own credentials, so they, ha- they have to use somebody else's credentials. So all the honest people, professional, working, and ever like us, TIs, were targeted. We're the ones with the real brains, and they're keeping us down, making us sick to kill us, and then step totally into our lives. Yeah, in a sense, this is uh, uh, like a death sentence because the citizens cannot get a job because illegal aliens mafia members have uh, their identities and have uh, jobs with their identities. So the uh, victims, the citizens, United States citizens, cannot get a job, they cannot get salaries uh, to uh, cover their expenses, and they end up uh, homeless and and on the streets and uh, uh, hungry. That's what we're doing to us, and we're actually, a lot of us are educated, or or honest, hardworking Americans, and and by my book, that's great to me. And then finally, when we die, they can take over our pensions, our retirements that we worked for years. Yes, that's what happened to my mother. My mother is right now living in a rented room uh, in a house that is in foreclosure uh, uh, located at 330 uh, Electric Avenue, Rochester, New York, 14613, uh, when she's supposed to be getting uh, about $5,000 uh, uh, of pension every month, and she's only getting $1,085 uh, of her pension every month. And of her government benefits because illegal alias mafia members using her identities, her identity uh, are getting uh, her um, government benefits, her uh, uh, state pension, 
in her um, medical uh, uh, assistance, uh, her New York State straight Medicaid, and they are um, getting a lot of medication uh, prescribed by scrupulous doctors that are working for the, this mafia. And uh, once they get this medication uh, they, they, that they don't need because they are impersonating my mother, they sell the medication on the street on uh, courtesy of the taxpayers' money, of course. This is horrible. This is this is this is what we're talking about. Oh my! This this is horrible. This I mean I don't even know any other words to say that this is a nightmare. Because I'm just thinking, we're the true blue here, you guys. The TI. We can't get a job because if we send our resumes out, more than likely they're going to be answered anyway from a office manager down to the CEO that more than likely could be. Uh, uh, an imposter, basically, and it's like the mafia or, or organized crime. They only want to just gradually take um, a, a job workplace and just hire their own. Is that basically it? Hire their own people in the mafia, basically. From yes, the mailman yes. to the CEO, everybody's connected. It's a family, if you know what I mean. Mafia. Yes, yes, exactly. And I'm not saying that everybody in the country is doing this, but a lot of people are doing this. And this is the reason why, according to my 15 years research, the Illegal Aliens Mafia has uh, a group of people uh, following, uh, which I call uh, social parasites. They have this group of people following uh, the citizens whose identities and government benefits the said mafia steals and sells so they can tell the uh, the uh, person in charge of the of this group uh, in this mafia where uh, the citizens applied for jobs, where the citizens go to uh, get medical care, where the citizens go uh, to meet different people uh, so they can control all that because once they know where you applied for a job, they call up the person and say, if you uh, want to keep your job, uh, you better not hire this person because we have uh, this person getting welfare benefits, and we have this person working in uh, this county, this other county, this other county, and she cannot uh, or he cannot uh, be given this job. So you better think twice before giving this person a job. And the person doesn't do it because he doesn't want to risk his uh, wealthy life and his uh, car, his mortgage payment, and everything that involves uh, losing a job. And that includes that job could be also a doctor. They will withhold uh, medical, proper medical treatment for us because they don't want, they're, you know, like you said, they're either in the mafia, doctors or professionals, or they are intimidated, bullied. You better not do it. Exactly. Uh, uh, the uh, Dr. Smith, which is a cancer doctor here in upstate New York, uh, told my mother straight up, uh, I'm not going to give you any any uh, chemo or any treatment for your lung cancer, which came back a third time uh, due to a lack of medical care. Uh, oh. So you better go to a place where they can manage your cancer pa- pains because I'm not going to give you treatment. And he cannot <laughs> give you treatment because a lot of people, uh, a lot of legal aliens mafia members in New York City uh, in the five uh, boroughs are... Uh, and, and in different counties across the uh, country 
are using my mother's New York State trade Medicaid to get medical treatment, which um, they uh, are not supposed to get because many of them are not even sick. So they just get the prescriptions that are supposed to go to my mother, uh, and they get, get um, the medications, and they, they sell the medication on the streets with drug dealers that make a lot of money on the taxpayers' money because the taxpayers are paying for these medications. And which then, my mother uh, has never seen, has never used in the last five uh, or six years. It's horrible. Because I guess I was going to ask that question. Um, if this is that way, then how is let's say real work? Uh, nothing in taxpayers. You see, that's the word taxpayers. But if they're collapsing us, making us uh, destitute, we can't work anymore because they want to kill us. And you've got the illegal mafias. Where are the uh, taxpayers? Because the illegals are, are using it for the mafia. They're not really paying into the system. They're stealing an American citizen's ID. So where, where is the real taxpayers? Is that why our country is broke? Because who's working, basically? Well, not everybody is um, an, an illegal alien mafia member. Uh, and a lot of people are uh, working with their own credentials and uh, paying uh, their taxes and doing the right thing, and those people are also being victimized by the illegal aliens mafia because they uh, pay their taxes to the right thing, and their tax uh, uh, their taxes are being used to pay illegal aliens mafia members in the form of welfare benefits and government benefits. So the illegal aliens mafia members continue to commit crimes and uh, persecute. Uh, citizens whose identities and government benefits are being stolen and sold. Oh, my gosh. And it seems like this fraud is right in our face. What makes it so hard not to uh, to uh, reveal this to the, to the nation, what's really going on? The is problem it, is, it... is that a lot of people uh, are part of uh, the media, and a lot of uh, people are, this, a lot of these, media people are dishonest, like our president says, the dishonest media. And uh, I went to ABC, uh, CBS, CNN, and a lot of news uh, um, channels uh, and informed uh, them about what was going on and and showed them evidence. And they're not going to um, expose this mafia because, uh, as I understand it, and according to my research, a lot of uh, CEOs of, of uh, news channels and um, uh, the media in our country, in our nation, are uh, friends with um, uh, Mr. Obama uh, and uh, his associates, and they're not going to expose what uh, Mr. Obama and his associates uh, condoned for the last eight years. Has this uh, mafia exploded uh, all during the prior President Obama, or do you think this was going on even before? How long, how long do you think? Well, you researched for 15 years. Yes, according to my research, uh, it has been going on during the Bush administration, the Clinton's administration, and the Obama's administration. And as we know, the Clinton uh, are very corrupted uh, individuals because they had um, uh, a foundation. Uh, they have uh, uh, businesses which were 
uh, not supposed to be um, used for um, uh, doing favors uh, to government employees uh, or um, uh, corruption. And we found out that a lot of millions of dollars were going to this foundation and the Clinton Foundation. And um, these millions of dollars uh, were not being used um, the way they meant to be used. Oh, God. Um, and then living in this constant fear, has it taken even more of a toll? Not just, uh, of course, on your mother that's still very ill, but yourself as well because the, the survival depends on you. How, how were you coping, you think, at times? Well, what I have done is I have contacted the members of the media who are against this uh, illegal aliens mafia and against the uh, persecution of U United States citizens. Um, and they have uh, shown uh, what is going on to the public and to the citizens uh, who are not condoning this situation and who are against this illegal aliens mafia and who are tired and sick of the uh, illegal aliens uh, crime. Uh, speaking with you tonight, Professor Martinez, in your opinion, with your over 15 years of research, we are victims as well, medically and in every other way, but medically for sure. Do, should we start sending letters to the illegal alien mafia against USA citizens? as well. Well, what would be your advice to us? Because we have to get the word out because they want to kill us via assassins. Is that correct? Yes, I have to, uh, to tell you. I have had uh, police officers uh, following us, my mother and I, uh, and they have broken into our home in Westchester County uh, about uh, two, uh, two or three times. Uh, and they have told us straight out, uh, they have told me straight out, if you don't shut your mouth, we're going to uh, incarcerate you and we're going to put you in a cell with uh, uh, um, a male, uh, with a lot of men, uh, so they can gang rape you if you don't shut your mouth. Yes, they do use rape as violence and stuff, something they brought over, yes. Um, you're, they can't do that if you're a woman in prison. They can't put you, wait a minute, it's a cop. They can't put you in a cell with men, can't they? Well, they, it's illegal, but then again, these are illegal alias mafia members, and illegal alias mafia members who are assassins working as police officers. Uh, so what can you expect from uh, an illegal alias mafia member, and what can you expect from criminals who are working as police officers? Um, can I ask you, can you tell the difference from your 15 years of research? Can you tell uh, who's, like, real or who's an elite? How do you spot an illegal alien mafia member? How can you tell automatically that's who they are? Or, well, are some of them good imposters? Or, or, you know? Well, it's very easily. Uh, when an illegal alien mafia member is working as a police officer, for example, he or she will lie to you and will tell you uh, things that are stupid enough for a person who is um, who has very little intelligence to to say, 
for example, I had a, a cop in Westchester County tell me that uh, uh, it is not illegal for uh, an illegal alien uh, to sexually harass a woman in the state of New York, that this was not illegal because I had an illegal alien mafia member uh, which was illegal in our country from Mexico. He entered our country illegally uh, through the border, and uh, it was known that he had no papers, that he was an illegal alien. Uh, and he sexually harassed me, and I called the police. The police officer told me straight out, oh, no, I cannot arrest him because uh, uh, sexual harassment is not illegal in the state of New York. Oh, that's a lot. So you yeah, can, that's, you can uh, tell that this person has no brain. Do you feel that um, a change will come? Um, does it really matter if we complain or not? Because part of me feels like we have to complain. They want to kill us. Yes, a, a change is, is uh, happening right now because our new president, Mr. Uh, Trump, is uh, doing what he's supposed to do. Uh, he's replacing uh, a top officials uh, in our country and uh, these top officials are not pro-illegal aliens mafia. Uh, they are against illegal aliens mafia. And uh, right now he is uh, deporting criminals, uh, and many of, uh, of these criminals are uh, members of the illegal aliens mafia. So he is cleaning up, quote-unquote. I just wonder with these illegal alien mafias, if their fingerprints and their identity, their face is shown, couldn't they face, trace their real identity instead of, you know, the person uh, using the USA citizen? If they would do their fingerprints and uh, facial recognition, they could find out who they really are and not hide behind these phony professions. Well, I can tell you, our, our current president uh, found out already uh, who they really uh, are. They are imposters because um, his investigators uh, found that uh, millions of citizens uh, were uh, were going to vote or voted, actually voted, uh, or wanted to vote in the elections, in the last election. Uh, and um, these uh, citizens, quote-unquote, were dead. So the people who tried to vote, the millions of people, and I think it was about uh, something like two millions uh, or four millions. I'm not. Sh uh, I don't remember the exact uh, 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 amount, but millions of, of supposed uh, citizens uh, tried to vote, and uh, he found out that they were dead. So the people who tried to vote with with uh, those identities uh, are illegal aliens, uh, uh, mafia members who were trying to vote for the, uh, the, the, the party that uh, uh, Mr. Obama represented uh, and, and Hillary Clinton uh, represented, these people tried to vote for the, uh, the, Democratic part, the, the Democrats and uh, they were found out. So uh, our president's investigators are doing a good job and if they found out uh, that these people were imposters, uh, they can find out uh, that the rest of the illegal alias mafia members are using 
uh, somebody else's identity. So uh, I'm pretty optimistic about um, this illegal aliens mafia uh, having their, uh, you know, having uh, its last day uh, here in our nation because our president is not playing games. That's good. That's reassuring to know. That is. Because this is, this is horrible. This crime done against us just for our identity. This is horrible. Um, yes, and a lot of people, a lot of citizens know about this uh, mafia. Uh, they know what's going on. And the illegal aliens mafia members are not uh, smart people because if they were smart people, they would not have to steal somebody else's identity to get a job. That's true. That's true. Corruption all through. And they've just ruined a lot of uh, businesses in, in our agencies. Corrupt. Mm-hmm. And then yes, the trafficking. Yes. And then, uh, then with the social services, you have the uh, illegal alien mafias, the women, coming after the children for pedophiles and raping young girls, young women. A lot of, a lot of females are being raped. This is horrible. Yes, uh, a lot of uh, the uh, uh, Department of Social Services commissioners like uh, Kevin McGuire in Westchester County and Diane Dane in Livingston County are uh, condoning this criminal behavior because they are criminal themselves and um, they get a lot of money by selling uh, children uh, to um, child uh, pedophiles and to criminals. and they are paying these uh, criminals with the taxpayers' money, uh, hard-earned money. And this has got to stop. That's why our president, um, Mr. Trump, uh, wants to get rid of the Department of Social Services. And he's doing some changes uh, uh, regarding the um, Social Security Administration Office. Oh, that's good, because I'm having problems with them. I'm getting lied on by doctors and denied my benefits, and I'm, I'm disabled. But they are giving me the runaround, and I'm, I'm going to continue to fight them. What is your best advice, Professor Martinez, that you can tell all of us? You're 15 years. You're still taking care of your mother. What can you tell us? What keeps you going on? Well, uh, the best advice that I uh, would give anybody is to document uh, everything that um, the illegal aliens mafia does, uh, document uh, their uh, actions uh, on paper, write down the dates, times, and people involved. Uh, right now, cell phones uh, and uh, other uh, devices are uh, within our reach. They are not expensive. Uh, and they have a lot of, uh, they they come with a camera, record if you're being followed, stalked, or if you're being abused in any way, shape, or form, record the illegal alias mafia member that is doing this. Record their license plates and record um, them committing the crime. Uh, what I have found is that my friend, the ADA, who was an ADA for uh, about 30 years, assistant district attorney in uh, New York City, he was right. Once I recorded the uh, police officers uh, uh, trying to intimidate me and uh, trying to tell me that they were going to go to my home 
and take down the door and falsely arrest me and falsely arrest my uh, chronically ill mother. Uh, once I recorded these police officers, uh, and I um, put them on uh, the news channels that I have uh, in YouTube, uh, and the conversation was seen by um, thousands of citizens, uh, they tapped their criminal behavior, that criminal behavior. Uh, once I recorded um, different license plates that were following my mother and myself to different hospitals so they can know what hospitals they can send the illegal against mafia members that had my mother's identities, uh, identity in, in mind, um, they stopped uh, following me. So record their criminal behavior, record the license plates, record their home addresses, and uh, display this information and show it to the public. And once the public know, uh, once the public knows uh, who these illegal aliens mafia members are, they're going to start uh, investigating them. They're going to start pinpointing uh, them, and they're going to start doing something about them and their their behavior. Okay, you said document. Uh, guys, just uh, put it in the chat myself because I purchased one. Uh, we all live near a Walmart. They have, uh, well, they're colorful, they're outside bin, but they're heavy. Journals, 336 pages lined, $4.94, under $5 for at least an eight, a little bit bigger than an 8.5 by 11, but 336 pages, bound like a book. Very large size journal. Mm-hmm. For writing and stuff. Very large size, and you don't have to spend a lot of bucks. At that Walmart, I bought one just about a week or so ago. So I'm letting you know. Now, the next question, Professor Martinez, what keeps you and your mother going in this journey that has been put on you, this, this play that we're all living day to day? What keeps you going? What our keeps faith. you alive? Faith. Our faith. Uh, because if it wasn't for our faith uh, and, and our faith in God, we would be dead because uh, the illegal aliens mafia members, specifically uh, Kevin McGuire and Diane Dane, and now uh, Livingston County um, Sheriff um, Thomas Dirty, have tried to assassinate uh, my mother and I many, many times uh, in Livingston County while I was living uh, in Lima, New York, uh, at the Amero Lark Minor Trailer Community. The uh, illegal aliens mafia member um, that was a sheriff, that is a sheriff there, um, Thomas Dirty, sent uh, police officers many times to shoot us down. And we knew that we were not going to be uh, killed because uh, our God is a powerful, almighty God, and he would not uh, let that happen. So our faith definitely has uh, kept us alive, and um, we know that uh, he who is uh, in us is greater than he who is in the world, and uh, he who is in the illegal alias mafia members is uh, not more powerful than our God. No way. Amen to that. A crazy amen. Yes, you are right. You are Mm -hmm. right. Oh, my gosh. At this time, is there anything else you'd like to share with us, Professor Martinez? 
Well, uh, what I would like to share uh, with uh, the public is that um, our president, uh, current president, is doing uh, the right thing in uh, reporting people who are uh, using our names and uh, our social security numbers to get uh, jobs in the United States and uh, people who are using our names and social security numbers to get our benefits in uh, the United States is doing the correct thing to do, the right thing to do. And um, I hope that my mother and the other millions of USA citizens, I think it's 80 million, if I'm not mistaken, can get their government benefits, their government benefits back, and their social security and identities back. Do you, do you ever uh, do you think it would be wise for us to <laughs> report identity theft on our behalf to make sure if they're trying to use it, it's reported, or send a letter to uh, either DOJ or the new President Trump's administration about our what we're living and going through? Definitely. Send a letter to our new president, um, uh, Mr. Trump, uh, and the Department of Justice uh, uh, has been futile uh, for my mother and myself and millions of other citizens because the Department of Justice has uh, government employees who are uh, illegal aliens mafia members, and they have not done anything to stop this illegal aliens mafia because of this. Um, and by a good question, if they have employees working under their imposters, per se, where does that paperwork, where do those complaints do? Do they shred them? Do they get destroyed, never entered? Well, I was told by um, a government employee uh, that the evidence that I sent against the illegal aliens mafia that proved the illegal aliens mafia um, members uh, committing crimes uh, that they, that proved that they were committing crimes, they were shredded. That's what I was told. Supposedly and because they were moving from one building to another building, so they were shredded, and the, the investigation was closed. Oh, my God. But that was see. the Inspector General's Office, uh, the Department of Welfare Inspector General's Office, uh, I believe, or something like that, something along the line. But the Inspector General's Office employees told me this. And then, Professor Martinez, you're targeting with your mother. Uh, you get followed, you get stalked, uh, phone calls hacked, as well as your mail interfered, break-ins. Um, both of you have not suffered the the directed energy weapons. You know where they hit you something and you, you're hurt. You haven't gotten anything like that. Well, uh, I received uh, different calls uh, at different times telling me that there was a place in the cemetery for me. There was another place in the cemetery for my boyfriend, my ex-boyfriend, and there was a place in the cemetery for my mother. Uh, and that I was very lucky that I could have, uh, that I could, uh, that I avoided the same day uh, a person who tried to assassinate me in the highway, who tried to run me over, and uh, who tried to um, hit my car. So it went outside the highway and it, it crashed uh, outside the highway. Uh, oh. After I got home that day, I was uh, I received a call and I was told this about the cemetery. That was in uh, in Morris uh, Morris Town uh, Morris County, in New Jersey. New Jersey. 
when I lived in New Jersey. In New Jersey. Have you noticed everywhere you and your mother have moved, this mafia will follow? Have you noticed that, too? Exactly. Exactly, because what they do is they call up each other, uh, and they say, well, the person is moving to your state now. Now you you can do this and do that and continue uh, to do what we were doing in this state or continue to do what we were doing in this county. Oh. And then that means you so that means you can leave one mafia because my sister and my sister and I lived in Los Angeles till May 2013. We moved about an hour from Chicago. The same thing followed. Yes, you know? because they're everywhere. <laughs> they they <laughs> use the tax <laughs> money. Use the tax money, so they have no problem with money. This is horrible. Um, if you don't mind, Professor Martinez. Uh, I'm going to uh, ask the callers that they may have a question or two to ask you. Can you answer some questions? Sure. Okay. If anyone has questions for Professor Martinez at this time, please star eight, and I can see you on the board. It's just horrible. How does your mother endure every day, too? Does she understand what's going on? Is she scared? Yes, uh, she's very scared because uh, they have attempted attempted to assassinate her many times when uh, in different hospitals at the Metropolitan Hospital in uh, New York City, in Manhattan, downtown Manhattan, uh, at the uh, St. John's Hospital in Yonkers, New York, at the St. John's Hospital in Duxbury, New York, um, at the um, uh, New York Presbyterian Hospital in Bronxville, um, New York, and at the Densville Hospital of uh, New York, they have tried to assassinate her. Um, a lot of uh, times they would uh, put her in uh, a situation where uh, she could have seizures. Uh, they denied her her um, uh, um, severe migrant headache medication uh, so that her migrant headache a headache uh, could continue, and uh, she can have a brain hemorrhage and die. A lot of times they have denied her uh, antibiotics for a chronic uh, urinary tract infection, so the infection can go to her heart and kill her because she has a heart murmur. Uh, and a lot of times she has uh, been told, what do you want us to do? You, have, uh, you are sick and you are dying. What do you want us to do? We're not going to do anything. Oh, my God. So, she was told this by uh, a nurse practitioner at the Northern um, uh, uh, Hospital uh, in uh, Westchester County. And um, this uh, hospital is um, about uh, 45 minutes to an hour from uh, uh, where she lived in Yonkers, New York. And uh, this this uh, hospital um, that I took her to, uh, Northern Westchester Hospital, uh, I believe the name is, um, she was told that uh, she was not going to be given uh, medical care. And um, then when I reported this to the, uh, when I tried to get the hospital CEO on the phone and I reported this, uh, I was told that they were not going to do anything regarding that. And also I found out that the nurse practitioner 
that uh, saw her uh, was not a nurse practitioner. She was uh, impersonating somebody else. Oh, my God. Uh, yes, that brings a memory. Every time, especially hospitals, you guys, emergency rooms and stuff, have you noticed it's like a revolving door of doctors and staff. You never see the same person twice, more than likely in an imposter. Uh, yes. The first person that has a question, Professor Martinez, is Elvira. Let me cue you up, Elvira. Okay. Professor Martinez. Hi, Elvira. Go ahead. Hi, Professor. Hi. It's very good to hear from you because, see, I'm less fortunate. I don't have an education, and I've been out here trying to tell the same story that you're telling. They have kidnapped me. They've thrown me in the mental hospital. See, this is what they'll do to you. You probably, they probably haven't done it to you yet because of your mother. They kidnapped me, and they put me the first time within 06, and uh, I tried to leave Florida and go somewhere else, and that was to Georgia. And they, and I went to Atlanta, Georgia, to that Atwater, whatever that hospital is, because I also have severe chronic pain. So I went there for my pain. They held me from 1, a.m., 1 p.m. to 1 a.m. in the morning, and they shipped me to Rome, Georgia, Middle Hospital. There they played war tapes on me. They've tested medication on us, and then Trump comes to find out the patients that was there. They were patients, but they were patients who was let they let them live there. You know, under the circumstance, under the that they do what they're told, they kill the patients, other patients. You know, have families that can't wait for money, their inheritance, and stuff like that. And so I was on, I was also on the death list there. But just so happened, they started on the men's side, and Ricky Wingo was was murdered. This happened uh, 12, 15, Rome, Georgia, Mental Hospital. Then I tried, uh, my group sent me to Waterloo, New York. It was a nightmare there, too. But before all that, I was injected with a toxin here at Broward General Hospital, here in Broward County, Florida. It was all because I was complaining about toxic mold. I didn't want to live in it because it was making myself and my grandchildren very ill. And instead of them taking care of the problem, I just wanted myself clean and put into a decent place. So I did get a decent place, but after I got it, some woman wanted to come into the country while her home is being built so that she can have a place to live. So what they did to me, I was sleeping in my car. I had to sleep in my car, and she took my apartment while her home was being built. Then from there, I ended up, the same manager of the Venice Coast apartment was managing Bridgewater Place. Then I protested the NAACP because I was trying to get them to listen to me, to, to, to hear what I, my story, what was happening to me. Plus my teeth, I went to the college. They, oh, what they did to me is just, it's, it's awful. And to hear what you're saying about, you know, and that is happening because I was ended up in transitional housing as well. And they, you know, I, I can't talk right now because I'm, I'm sick. I need to go in the hospital right now, but I'm afraid to go. 
because every time I try, they, they either call the police on me and they try to give me a mental illness. So I'm trying to get up the nerve to try to do it, but I just can't. And I just want to tell you that I don't like what's happening to you, and I'm hoping, because I'm putting your, this out into media groups on Facebook and everywhere, so they hear your hear your voice, hear our voices, and just maybe, maybe somebody will do something about these atrocities that's happening. Now, I can't talk any longer, but I want to say God bless you, and I'm going to be praying for you that you we, we walk out of this holding hands. You understand? And thank, thank you, God. Thank you, Lauren. Okay. Certainly. You're welcome, Elvira. Does anyone have any questions okay. for our speaker tonight, Professor Martinez, at this time? Please star eight so I can see you on the board. Any questions in the chat? Yeah. As we spoke again, faith is very important. I'm going to open up the room. No one has their hands up. Uh, okay, the room's quiet, actually. Um, again, Professor Martinez, I can't thank you enough for joining us and telling us what you and your mother have to endure and educating us, just shedding light on, on the medical aspect uh, of this. It's a money-making. It's a takedown. And these mafia members can be anybody, born in the USA or not, because they're all intermixed now. It's all about money, trafficking, money. Yes, they see the citizens, the USA citizens, as a money-making thing. They they don't see it. The illegal aliens mafia and the illegal aliens mafia members don't see citizens, United States citizens, as people. They see it as a way uh of making money they see you and they see me and they say other they see other american citizens and they don't see they they don't see us as people they are psychopaths they see us as a thing uh that they can use to make money and they of course they're going to say that uh, a lot of people are uh, have a mental illness because it is easier to say that somebody has a mental illness and is lying uh, about you then say, you know, uh, oh, I'm a, a thief, I'm a criminal, and I am uh, holding a, a position, a government position that I shouldn't be holding because I should be in jail because I'm committing a crime against humanity and against uh, United States citizens. Uh, so what they do is they say, oh, the person is crazy, and they uh, send the person to a mental uh, hospital or a mental clinic or something like that. Uh, this is why it is important to document and videotape these criminals committing the crime uh, and videotape their license plates and uh, videotape what they do. So when uh, you report them uh, to the public or to any uh, government agency or to our president, uh, Mr. Trump, you can show the evidence. That's true. That's true. And I was going to put that on the chat, you guys. Uh, if you look on eBay, and if you want to be safer, I guess a library, eBay has a lot of camcorders and spy, like a, they can wear glasses, but you're really recording. The stuff is under $10. Do you understand me? Many camcorders on eBay, 
spyware under $10. Now, it's made in China. I haven't ordered it yet, but, you know, they don't give us very much money, but I'm going to check it out. Uh, that even means a camcorder, you know, uh, while you're in the car, too. I thought one of those were under $10. You can get yourself a couple of that under 40 bucks with shipping. And you got yourself a couple of recording devices because we need something that records us when we're in our bed to see who's trying, who's trying to harm us. The end result is they want our death because they want our identity. Exactly. Now, that's what they want. And then, and then these immunity, and it's all about money. So a lot of these mafias are even born here. And you've got real doctors and lawyers, but they're on the take two for money as well. Is that right? Yes. Uh, but a lot of uh, lawyers and, and uh, professional people are uh, hardworking individuals who are paying their taxes and who are doing the right thing. And uh, sadly, their taxes are being used to pay criminals who work as government employees and who are illegal alien mafia members uh, and who are committing crimes against the United States citizens, sadly. Oh, my God. Lauren. Yes. I wanted to also say about the union. I was in the union all these years. I, I started out in working the fields and stuff. Do you know what I get for my pension? I'm 66. They give me $17 a month. Plus, <laughs> I got injured at the Hilton Hotel. That's one of my injuries, my lower back. Well, I have to run to the hospital sometimes for the chronic pain, severe chronic pain. And uh, they even took that money, you know, for I don't know where my money went. So this, um, this, is, this is what's happening to us, you know. With I, exactly, because I know you could write a letter for earnings uh, for the last place you work or IRS, but, I, you know, they it's corruption at every point. But not only is it profession. Martinez has expressed tonight, with faith is the vehicle for hope. Document everything, record everything, and addresses that you have and where you work. I believe we need to be sending out or on the Internet formal complaints. I like to open up my earnings from years blah, 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 to blah, 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 while I worked in Los Angeles. My pension is only $17 a month. Someone has stolen my money. Yes, I've done that. If nothing is working because I can't stay. Another thing, they keep me homeless. I can't the, stay the homeless in one place. Yeah. And, and um, I think they keep us homeless. Is that uh, What do you think on that score, Professor uh, Martinez? Do they keep us homeless so we can't uh, be at a stable address to try to fight this as well? They take our money and jobs away, but they want to take yes. our homeless away. Yes. Of course, they, they are going to try to keep you homeless because according to uh, uh, the studies, people who are homeless get uh, in trouble. They get involved in illegal activities. They get uh, involved uh, with drugs, uh, alcohol, and other things. They are exposed to a lot of crime. They are exposed right. to being robbed. They are exposed to being assassinated. So, of course, they're going to try to keep you homeless. But what we have to do is we have to find a phone anywhere uh, and or, or uh, find somebody who has a phone and start calling the White House. Tell our president, listen, we have, uh, as, as you said, uh, 80 million citizens 
who don't have their government benefits and who don't have uh, their um, uh, pensions and jobs and what they should have, and we are tired of it. We are, in, we are United States citizens who are tired of it, and we want something done fast. Yes, we do, because this yeah. is the ultimate. Where we're, the, what they're doing to us right now, this medical of how we're being treated in our face, they put us on like the last road. The end of the road for them is to assassinate us, and I do believe it. Or half the time they want us to kill ourselves to make it easier for them. Exactly. Think about it for a minute. All that's waiting in the wind is an illegal son of a bitch to take mm-hmm. your identity, to take your life, your experiences, your toil, your work, your dedication. Losers don't stay on no job 15 or 20 years, live in a place in the same city 30 years. Mm-hmm. When you think about it, schizophrenics, I don't care what these jive turkey doctors or psychiatrists tell us, well, you can be high-functioning because they denied my sister and I the kidney donor process. I want you to cut me open and give her my kidney. What can we do about that? But after tonight, Professor Martinez, I just want to hope I have a real surgeon and not an imposter. Um, exactly. They'll kill me on the table. Exactly. They'll kill us exactly. both. You have to check them out because uh, that might be a possibility, I have to tell you. Uh, My mother has been seen by people who are not nurses and by people who are not doctors, and they have tried to assassinate her. And uh, what has uh, saved her is that Mm -hmm. I expose people. I record everything, and and I get the evidence, and I I show it to the public. When you show it to the public, do you mean like you walk on the street and show it to people, or when you like walk back into the hospital, you show it to the front desk and everyone? So it's just no, not in the hospital, because the hospital is controlled by a CEO who is probably condoning this because he's getting uh, his his money uh, under the table. Uh, what I do is I record everything in the hospital, uh, and I go out, I go home, and I. Um, documented, and I uh, put it on, on uh, the Internet. I give it to uh, news reporters, the news reporters that are not uh, sold out, the news, reporter, the news reporters that are true journalists that are against the illegal aliens mafia. So I give it to them. I put it on the, uh, on the Internet. Uh, I give it to the uh, radio uh, talk shows. Uh, I give it to uh, everybody who is uh, honest and decent and who is not pro-illegal aliens mafia. We need to make this go viral. I'm telling you. Absolutely. Uh, Professor Martinez, as we speak to you tonight, um, as you can tell, we're on talk show. Uh, I am uh, Lauren on our call, 142-124. Uh, this will be recorded. It's in the cloud. It can never be altered or erased. Uh, everyone has the right to make this go viral to put this out because this is, you guys, the 911. They are after our lives. Exactly. It's a kill program at the at the ugliest. They want what you own. They want what you what own. What you own, like they took my land. They took Inheritance, yes, yes, 
Yeah, my children, my prayer. I can't, I can't even go around them. You know what I mean? It seems massive. This beast, this beast that we call one of the four beasts, it's almost out of Daniel, that brassless leopard with the iron, what did they say, or steel teeth, that was totally depicting Rome at the time because even before Alexander the Great or the first uh, that had slaves, Egypt, Rome, Rome was the most brutal human trafficking empire. It was cruel. It reigned over Europe and the territories for a long time. It was ruthless. This beast is just as bad as Rome. It doesn't. Even, it's not human. It's demonic and it's cruel. They're trafficking in front of our own bloody eyes. For God's sake, why did I say this? They can. They can look at a woman, want her degree, want what she has, tag her. Then figure out other ways to traffic her. If she good looking, I'll sexually traffic her. If her children better looking, I'll traffic them. Don't you see that this is this not the beast with the steel teeth? Is this not Rome, Rome numeral two? Are we not in the belly of the beast? We're human beings. God made us. Man makes slaves. Yes. It doesn't matter the color of the man or its education. It could just be a well-bred trafficker or an illiterate. It feeds off the skins of human beings, defiling an abomination. Slavery was abolished 152 years ago. Abolished. In the dictionary, abolish is to be rid of, but the way it reads, Abolish means with wrath. It was contempt to own and defile another human being. We are living in the dynasty of Rome all over again. It was the worst, and I mean the absolute worst dynasty. Any more questions? Anyone have any questions? I can't thank you enough tonight, Professor Martinez, for giving us connecting some of the dice. Hello? Hello. Hello. This is Cindy in California. Um, uh, great. This is a great show. Um, Dr. Martinez, I have a, uh, kind of like a two-part question. In California, we have, um, I called Dr., what was it, uh, Rachel Maddow's show, because I was, I, I've been a long-term target of this, and um sh- after I contacted their show, um, they were talking about a gang of cops in the L.A. Um, jail system and how there's been, um, like, torture and murder there. And um, they said MK Ultra to me, that my situation might be MK Ultra. I want to ask you, um, it's come out recently that there, there was, like, a um, group of cops there where they were at uh, criminals. They were a gang, and they had tattoos that would identify each other to each other. And I just um, sent Lauren a link about it, that it might have gone um, nationwide. And um, I'm wondering if you found, you said that there were cops that were being, they were um, criminals or they were not full-fledged citizens or they were just, 
criminals. And I'm wondering um, how that kind of, could it be linked across the nation, do you think, through the cops? Because they they always go to each other's funerals, no matter where those funerals are. And I'm thinking that the corruption of this is is nationwide and then worldwide. And I'm wondering, um, we have targets in other countries, um, if you can um, get what I'm, kind of get what I'm getting at. Um, um, I'm wondering if you found this worldwide in your research and um, if, it, if it's tied into corrupt law enforcement worldwide, like Interpol and things like that. What I have found in my research is that uh, the corrupted cops or cops who are criminals uh, or illegal aliens mafia members specifically who are criminals who are working as cops um, are uh, across our nation, across the nation. So if you go to New Jersey, you will find them there. If you go to Los Angeles, you will find them there. If you go to New York, you will find them there because this mafia that I'm uh, that I have been researching for 15 years um, have people all over, and they uh, get uh, criminals enlisted as uh, uh, police officers, and they become police officers to serve this mafia and this corruption to get rid of or assassinate anybody who reports the mafia or who is not uh, uh, agreeing with the mafia's ways. Can I can I interject there? Does this have anything to do with organ trafficking or drug trafficking as well? Yes, uh, the mafia has a lot of drug dealers uh, working um, uh, with the mafia. For example, the people who come from Mexico, I have uh, found out uh, they are um, crossing our borders and coming here. Uh, and the drug dealers, the uh, gang members, are the ones who co- who have the connections with the social se- uh, the social security administration officers or or the uh, Department of Social Services, uh, so they can get them social security numbers and uh, identities, so they can work in this country. I want to validate that with you. I spoke to Lauren earlier about this. Um, it's like I went to pay my car insurance, and there was actually a guy with a foreign name linked to my account. And this was in 2007 that I found that linked yeah, to my I'm account. Surprised. I'm not surprised at all. And I did have, um, I'm going to jump all over for a minute. I did have people following me throughout the community, and I noticed that they had laptops, and they were also at my doctor's office. And I got, like, a whole slew of paperwork um, sent to me from Blue Cross Blue Shield. All of the appointments that I had, you guys, it was like a pile of paper. Once I got all these letters, they all landed in my 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 mailbox. It was like fifty letters. I kid you not. And once I opened them all up and put them in a pile, it was all for one doctor. And it was like I said, just one doctor. Oh. It was all the appointments I had had for five years or something like that. Well, I have to and tell I, you, uh, on, a lot ahead. of doctors are involved. A lot of doctors, sadly, are involved in this mafia. 
I knew there was something wrong. I knew there was something wrong when I was being followed, you know, like that. And and I noticed that there were angry people. They were very angry. And one man slammed his doors right as I was arriving in my car, walked into my office, my doctor's office, and was talking about, oh, I'm having an interview here, you know. And now over time, it's now my doctor's office has doubled in size. And he has a nurse practitioner, and they have been trying to force me to see her, forcing me to have treatment, and um, I avoided her and avoided her. And the more I avoided, now they were putting pressure on me to always come in, always come in, always come in. I have to go in every month, every month. And I finally made an appointment with her, right? And I looked at her like she was crazy. I said, now, if I travel, you say that I have to come here. I said, I thought of other options. I said, can I see a doctor where I go? I have family all over the country. I'm just tied down to this place. I have to stay home and sit at four, watch four walls, no friends, no car, no nothing, but to just come in here to see you. And I said, well, if I'm away, can I see another doctor? Can they take my blood pressure? So that I can check in, they see me, then they send the results to you. Finally, she says, oh, well, you know, I'll go ahead and give you your medications for nine months. After I looked at and I challenged them, you know, I said, what kind of crazy is this, you know? This is crazy. That's, That's one thing that has to be corrected, and our president talked about that. Uh, the the health uh, care system has to be corrected. He's working on that, and um, the uh, the situation uh, is gotten so bad that people are afraid to go to the doctor. They don't want to go to the doctor anymore. They don't want to go to the hospitals or the ERs anymore. Well, because we'll be taken and put in a mental institution like Sister Elvira was saying, I've had that happen. The police got mad. They told me, well, just leave because I was calling for help as a target. You know, I didn't know what it was. These people running in and out of my house, scaring me, following me as soon as I leave, as soon as I come back to the property. I have a rent, little rental. You know, I knew something was really wrong. It's been going on for 20-something years. You know, yes, they they are like a like a gang. They follow you and they and they gang up on you. Uh, yes. In regards to my mother and and my situation, they have uh, gone into our homes and broke down our doors and gone in, into our home to threaten us. And my mother was told that um, uh, she was uh, going to do what they told her to do. Otherwise, they were they were going to. Uh, take me uh, and put me in jail for <laughs> uh, oh committing no crime. They would invent the crime and they would put me in jail and I would be assassinated in, while in jail if my mother didn't do what they told her to do. I'm so sorry that's happening. Can I ask, you have a beautiful accent. Do you tell um, people where you're from? Because I, I live here in California and... Um, um, I tell Lauren and Elvira, my family fought for Latino rights, right, and for field workers. And my grandfather did this with Cesar Chavez. And um, it's like um, they don't want me to go into politics. 
So I heard from a target in Chicago that throughout the nation, they, they, anybody tied to political families, they'll put you on this program too because if you're into power for the people, you know, to clean up the corruption especially, then they force you into this and they try to kill you so that you're not going to, you know, they want people that are corrupt. They don't want the ones that are honest and will help. Okay, they want the ones that'll feed into this stuff and steal and maim and kill. Well, they have another thing coming because uh, the system changed when Mr. Uh, Obama left and when uh, Mr. Trump uh, got in as a president. So um, their corruption is, is going to stop because uh, President Trump is cleaning up the house. And it's not like you want to say people can't, like, come here from elsewhere, you know, other countries. But I notice, like, we have a lot of um, busts here um, where they had, like, a ring of um, foreigners that, um, that were breaking into the Walmart system here. Mm-hmm. And we've had a lot of stealing, like, from the gas pumps, from the Walmarts, like the layaway, and it's not even just foreign. It's it's homegrown. There's people here in gangs that are so corrupt, and they're stealing tons of money from, like, credit card scams, the the gas pump scams, and it's just a lack of oversight, I think. It's just a lack of oversight. It, it's not to even look at, you know, foreigners. It's it's We've got our own homegrown terrorism that's going on, you know, and they, I see a lot of Americans involved in this. And I think that's what you had said as well. There's Americans involved in this. Yes. You know? uh, I, I am, uh, I was born in the, born in the Dominican Republic. Uh, oh, okay. and I came, yes, I came here uh, when I was a teenager. I came here legally as everybody's supposed to come. Uh, I yeah. studied, I went to college. I did my then I I went I got my um, bachelor's degree then I went to graduate school uh, and I got my graduate degree and I don't understand why if I'm a citizen that came here legally I did everything right and I paid my taxes and did uh, and went to school and did uh, what I was supposed to do why I haven't been able to get a job for the last 17 years because people who come here illegally and who uh, break the law uh, and who uh, don't do uh, anything right have mm-hmm. to use my credentials and have to use my social security number and have to use my identity to get a job. Why can't I get a job because illegal aliens are using my credentials? Yes, I I have a friend of the Dominican quickly, Lauren, I'm so sorry. I have a friend of the Dominican and I used to call to speak to him and his family and you know he he picked up on the following, on the ganging up on the phones. He said, "What is this? The CIA?" Okay? Mhm. Mm-hmm. And um because then I felt like they were getting targeted there. His his niece was in a bad accident. Right after we were talking, and he had noticed the clicking on the phones, 
the interruptions, the 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 you know the echoing, and he's exactly. like, "What is this?" You know, exactly, exactly. Mary, I, I, okay, a, a I lot of technology that. for us when they should be using it for illegal yeah. And the mafia is using this to swarm us like a bee to keep us in a, a cocooned uh, exactly. prisoners. Yeah. That's why they, they start yes. off and keep us contained so they can uh, kill us the way they want to kill us. Slowly, it looks natural, and then pop up, one of them now takes over our, our identities. Uh, this could be easily caught, but the corruption is from top to bottom or bottom to top. Mm-hmm. So that's the reason, because it mm-hmm. seems we're in the digital age. They so should be able to see this, this outright fraud. Exactly. I put a report in like three times to IC3.gov, and if it, I think there's only one person at the FBI that helped me through all the death threats and everything. He he helped me, and he called the police and told them to stop it, stop the, 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 the crap. Pardon my French, because I was having the death threats. I had a hanging threat. I had all of that, you know? The cocoon. I said again. I think a lot of times it would make their job easy. They terrorize us, wanting us, of course, to suicide, kill ourselves, of course. Then the next batch would be mental institution. They want us contained, prison, or, or eventually their assassins will kill us. So I, I think that uh, we have President Trump now, and I, I don't know. I'll try. I will be putting in identity theft. So just the idea they're working, as she just said, she's got the degree and other people are legalized using her credentials and they don't even have high school and yet they know they're hiring these idiots that's why our services are so poor they are being managed by by criminal idiots exactly and it's truly sad that this is happening it's a two-part that's sad because they walk over here and do this like nothing but we've had a lawlessness in our country that was yeah you can do it Yes, that is, that is the right word, lawlessness. It's a lack of law and uh, a lack of uh, ethics and a lack of uh, values uh, and a lack of uh, decency. It is. It is. And it has, to, it has to change. Our country is in the toilet. You know what I mean? Exactly. It's in, the, it's in the toilet. It really is. Not just what we're going through. It's in the toilet. Have you guys noticed cities? Small areas looking really poor and raggedy. It's as if our country is like, a, a, again, it's Rome. It sucked out all the money. It sucked out all the blood and even the marrow. There's nothing left. Look at our condition physically as a country. It's just, we look really bad. Exactly. You should see my neighbors downstairs. It looks uh-huh. so bad, you guys. Terrible. Look, yeah. at our, I mean, look at our cities and everything. Look how our Americans are acting. They're keeping us down. That's making us ill. They're not giving us medical attention. They're solely withholding it. That's murder. But the trafficking at this level is massive. It runs synonymous with Rome as well as the Nazi regime. Human trafficking at its highest. Exactly. Exactly. It's really sad that our president had to say that if uh, uh, the police could, couldn't control the crime in Chicago, he was going to send uh, uh, the, the the federal government or the army or something because this cannot go on. 
He literally said, these cannot go on. No, the condition is, I'm not far. I'm about an hour's drive from Chicago. It's horrible. It is. And and again, once was a beautiful city. I'm not trying to say that it's just, but you can still see the money has been extracted. You can tell. It's a hollowed out shell. You know what I mean? It's, it's you know, there's, oh, sure. <laughs> there's no money. Uh, yeah, exactly. we can find their money. If they're phonies and living, I just know we could get these imposters just with their uh, fingerprints and their facial recognition. They're not who the, the identity they've stolen. They're not that. Well, isn't it that Dr. Horton said that there were psychopaths, you know, corrupting the agencies and taking over? Yes. And if it's, you know, um, they just, like uh, Dr. Martinez is saying as well, I'm so glad she said that, uh, the psychopaths, because I have friends that work in security, that worked security for the Bush family, for the Clintons. No lie. Okay. I went to college with. Um, and they mentioned psychopaths. They said, watch out. That's what one of my lady uh, sisters, alumni sisters said, watch out for the psychopaths. Yes, well, they yeah. are psychopaths. Mm-hmm. They can kill with no remorse whatsoever. Because we have to understand one thing. 90% of them are imposters. They're not even citizens. Of course. They look at us like things, not human beings, which is things. Traffic. Exactly. Yeah. Can 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 Dr. Martinez um, uh, comment on the percentile of minority women that are being targeted? Because we we hear from um, people in the community in the target TI community that talk about the percentage of like um, women, which is like seventy seventy five percent of the targets are women, and then out of that that percentile, seventy seventy five percent of them are black looking. Or, you know, they could be black Latino, black Caribbean, black American, black European, all over the world. The majority of the targets are women, black women. And this is what Dr. Horton has said out of, where is she, Switzerland or Sweden? Switzerland, and then there's in the U.K. at one point, too. That's where she started getting targeted, in London, she said, or Oxford. And I was very amazed that she's Romanian, appears white, you know, but she had a very grave concern for um, black-looking targets. And I'm wondering if Dr. Martinez is black Latina or is she Spaniard Latina looking? Because that would make sense if maybe you appeared um, African in some kind of descent that, uh, you know, and especially with lots of education, you know, just the, in our community, we have a lot of um, scientists and such, and I think they go after um, black scientists, there's a, a doctor, what's that one Elvira on Facebook? Um, I, I can't think of her name right now. She came home to her house just torn, shred from shred. Water, pipes broken, all her beautiful things destroyed, trash all over the yard. And she's a medical doctor. Oh, my And she's God. black female from top to bottom, two, three floors destroyed. Oh, my. Well, I'm yeah. a Latina looking, and I have to tell you, a lot of minorities, a lot of uh, minorities have been going through this uh, same thing because they know um, that um, the uh, minority population is a minority, exactly what it is, a minority, and uh, the uh, individuals who are part of this uh, mafia 
they go for the weakest uh, or the smallest thing, and then they move on to the bigger things. So I'm not surprised. Marginalized. It's almost like a lion taking down a wildebeest or something. Remember, a lion will circle once or twice, but in that herd, he will take down the smallest wildebeest to go after. The first time a lion circles, he already knows who he wants, but he does a double check just to make sure the weakest are guaranteed killed. Marginalized, minority, preferably single, who's going to, you know, a little bit more isolated. Caretaker maybe of a family member, it's more isolation because you're taking care of someone ill. You're more, you're less social. Exactly. I'm a woman more vulnerable than a man, you know. Of course, Minority yes. more vulnerable than Anglo, more more vulnerable. You know that's the easiest of the herd. And then also, I think uh, you guys, real quick, I think we're used as bait, b a i t, bait. Little little fish, I can hook on, and then what? I'm really after the big fish. Exactly. Okay, I'll get that woman that uh, I don't know lower level clerical, but she scraped every month to send her beautiful little daughter to ballet class with those well-killed mothers because not only is her child good looking that I will use to traffic but look at what that sharing that ballet class children from what even better lucrative family you know what I'm saying mm-hmm. look at look exactly. at the possibility they almost use us as a foot in the door Remember, in most job sites, you may have a receptionist that makes 13 14 bucks an hour, but she's going to work around a PhD. She answers his call just as much as that middle management, upper management. Look at that pool I can go into by tagging that receptionist, just the working poor, to get the middle class. The middle class has access to medical records, confidentiality. They have professions that also grant a lot of power. Exactly. We don't... So we're used as bait, a foot in the door. Plus, we don't like to say we're a caste system, we're a democracy, but that's sort of not true. Subtly, solid middle class, it's easier for them to believe a poor working class could possibly be a criminal. She might be a prostitute. She might turn tricks at night. She might know hang out with Oh, you won't believe what they said about me. Lord, they said that I was a... Ex porn star. Here I am, a Christian college graduate. You know, I'm disabled at home, and there's damage to my body from being so ill as a young woman. Nobody would want to see it on a camera, even if I'm skinny. You know, I've had surgery scars. Okay, yeah, I'm gonna throw myself in the porn industry. What in uh, scars from head to toe? Oh, really? They want to see that on camera. Yeah. Oh my God! <laughs> That's how they lie. Really, I just had to laugh. And then, uh-huh. and of course, as they go in the food chain, the lies and slanders have to be more creative, you guys. But they're gonna say something about us that may suit the person that will turn. What part of the food chain? What part did you say? <laughs> well, they're, they're going they're at, we're little bait to ensnare a bigger bait. That's our ultimate goal. Of course, I'm a criminal. I'm gonna. They, they, some of them tag on to us as bait. But poor people still have access to what? Solid middle-class people for medical. You may be poor, but you still need to get your eyes checked or see a doctor. Your doctor doesn't live like you live, but you have what? Access to him or her for your doctor visit. Their ultimate goal 
It's also to capture the doctor. Exactly. It's a mafia. I'm trying to own you. Exactly. Well, I think I think it was because my my father's a powerful man. There's powerful men in my family. I I, I was looking, you guys, researching, and I saw how they go after powerful people's children. They go after their children, and um, it, it's just. I wondered if it was someone in the community, right? Because you don't know what's going on. You don't know who these people are. And um, my father shut down on him and didn't respond. So I think it pissed him off. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah. <laughs> they they wanted to get to him through my car. Oh, he spends on her, spends on her. Then he, he took the car away. He said, well, I'm not going to pay for the car. You can steal all the parts you want. I'm just going to send it to the to the uh, what do you call to the trash heap. So go 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 chase that down. <laughs> <laughs> well, does anybody have any other last minute questions or comments for Professor Martinez at this time? Does anybody get their already questions? Well, I'd like to first thank you again for dropping by. Uh, our call is probably going to continue until the next hour, Professor Martinez, and I want to say a special gratitude for you staying up. I know you are on the East Coast, and we are so really happy and blessed that we had your uh, insight and foresight tonight to explain this this area of trafficking and uh, how we're really jeopardized. And this is a very serious matter. Thank you for inviting me, and thank you for having me. Thank you so much, everyone. So we're going to stay in the next hour. just wanted to make sure everyone had a chance to talk, and we can just, you know, the chat is open, the calls are open, and uh, more information. And continue to document, and as I said, FYI, get on eBay. You can find a lot of spyware made in China. I haven't checked it out myself, but it's under 10 bucks. Go to Walmart for your journal, over 300 pages. That's under $5. It's like a book. It's very hard to uh, write down and document everything. Get these uh, illegal alien mafia. Uh, start documenting their names. Wherever you go, get business cards as much as possible. And really look at their faces really good because they're more than likely imposters. Look at their face and jot down what you saw, anything distinguishing. Male, white, black, this height, that height. You know what I mean? Just start describing them briefly. Because that's another reason to prove that we're not uh, mental cases. Uh, emotionally uh, disturbed people do not take moments to jot down descriptions and uh, facts and such. They can't really organize that well. Or to record people uh, lying either to record doctors uh, telling people that they're not going to give them their medication uh, because they cannot write a prescription that it has to be done through a computer and they have to know what pharmacy uh, you're going to so they can call up the pharmacy and say that uh, uh, they should tell you that they don't have that medication so you can die. Oh, my God. And that means that the pharmacy... That means when they're calling the pharmacy to, to withhold the medication, the pharmacy is a illegal uh, uh, alien mafia pharmacy. Is that right? Is that what you're saying? A lot of them 
Yes, uh, a lot of them come from India, and a lot of them come from other countries. They don't have a license to practice, uh, to, to have a pharmacy here. So what they do is the illegal aliens mafia gives them the, uh, the um, identity of somebody who does have a license to have a pharmacy uh, or to sell uh, medication, and uh, they do what the illegal aliens mafia tells them to do then. Oh, wow. And if they're constantly stealing uh, American citizens' identity because they can only use this identity, what, a decade or two before the date of birth, maybe? You know, you can't keep using somebody that's, what, 100, 110 years old? Is that why they keep trying to steal the identity, the age process? Or they have, like, six or seven of them. They'll just move over to another identity and be able to prescribe uh, medication in the pharmacy? Well, it also have the out. If they found okay. out they they uh, get rid of the uh, identity if if the person is a hundred and something years old, but but if they're not found out, they continue uh, using that identity because uh, according to my research, the uh, Social Security Administration office uh, found out that there was about six million people who were getting Social Security benefits who were over a hundred and twelve years old. Wait a minute, that's so much fraud. I can't believe, and again, in a computer age that we've had a computer age for the last 30 years, how they could get away with that. What's going on? Okay. (laughs) How many? How many? How many? 130 years old. No, no. How how many of them, though? How many? What was the number on the reason, that again? The reason why they get they get away with that is that the, the government employees who are in charge of the, uh, detecting that and uh, stopping that uh, look the other way because they are illegal alien mafia members who are getting money under the table to look the other way. Oh my God! So when he starts cleaning up the swamp, he's going to have to clean up the swamp with just people with jobs, government jobs, rank and file, as well as professionals and top of and these agencies. Is that right? Yes, so. he's cleaning up the swamp, and he is uh, also replacing top officials. So those top officials can do the right thing, not what has been done up to now. Yeah. It sounds to me like we're about to have a lot of jobs free. Is that correct with this? Because they're going to have to fire the male guy. He more than likely is an imposter. <laughs> they, I, I dealt with uh, uh, a few male people uh, who was who were working for the uh, United States Postal Office that were illegal alias mafia members that I had to report uh, myself because they were uh, uh, falsifying documents. And when I sent uh, a certified mail to illegal alias mafia members, they uh, brought the mail back. Uh, after it was read, and and I was uh, I was told by these male people uh, or, or United States Post Office workers that they didn't want the the, the letter. After they received the certified uh, mail uh, letter, and uh, I said, "Well, I already got my green slip, uh, and uh, when I go to court, I'm going to show it, and it's going to show." that uh, they received uh, the document. And they were trying to force me to um, sign a document saying that I received the letter back. (laughs) 
And I said, no way. Oh and then I contacted, I contacted the United States Post Office uh, um, top official, which is in charge of the mail in Puerto Rico and in the United States, and uh, showed uh, him the um, copies of uh, letters that were mailed to my mother's apartment in Yonkers, New York, uh, and had somebody else's name uh, on the letter. There were like 14 or 13 people that were receiving mail in my um, uh, mother's mailbox. Uh, and so, of course, they were getting welfare benefits and, and other government benefits while they were using my mother's um, address uh, illegally. And uh, I informed this to the uh, United States Post Office, and nothing was done. Uh, they continued to use my mother's uh, address to get welfare benefits when uh, well, the, the Department of Social Services and the uh, United States Post Office knew that those people did not live in my mother's apartment in Yonkers, New York. The address was 34 Highland Avenue, apartment 2, Diaz in David, Yonkers, New York. You know what? This all... This all just reeks of the Wells Fargo situation with the bank that said, oh, well, if you want a job, then you have to bring 10 accounts with you, you know, if you want to be a teller. And so this guy makes off with how many millions of dollars as a, as a you know, a retirement package. This is like somebody's retirement package. This is somebody, these higher-ups in Washington and everywhere else, They've let this go on, and oh, if you want a job, you can assume you you can assume this person's identity, <clears throat> and I think they take the identity and just use it up like nobody's business. Oh, and then finally they kill you. Remember they they kill you though. Remember that the the topic they kill you. So they can after that. And I'll be damned. I'll be damned if they didn't accuse me of fraud every single time I turned around. Fraud about my cars being broken down and and borrowed and brought back and all the parts taken out. And so if I want to go get an insurance claim on that, I've got to be a lie. And if I com- continue to report the, um, you know, to get my car fixed, they're telling me I'm a lie and that they'll put me in jail. So they threw all this stuff on my name. It's classic ID theft. Exactly. Now, Professor Latina, should we still continue to put in our complaints reporting identity theft regardless? Especially yes, because been... that's documentation because what they do is that they say, well, you didn't report it. So we couldn't do anything because you didn't report it. So even though they're not going to do anything, report it. So you document that you did report it uh, because I have been told many times, oh, you didn't report the crime to the FBI, you didn't report it to the Inspector General, you didn't report it to the Department of Justice, and when they throw that throw that on my face, then I take out the documents and say, listen, I reported to the FBI, I reported to the uh, Inspector General's office, I reported to the uh, pertinent uh, state, uh, federal, and local officials, and nothing was done. Uh, because I... Uh SSA, that's Social Security Administration, that's federal. Basically, my fifth grade, they're 
they're all corrupted. I mean, if they have people that can still get benefits that show they, if they were alive today, they would be over 112 years. That's exactly. cross. That's just exactly. right in your face, feeling. I have but gone the, to the Department of, um, I mean, to the Social Security Administration offices, and I have spoken to uh, uh, illegal aliens mafia members whom I know cannot have uh, 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 papers. I know you can tell they're illegal because they cannot even even speak English. And they're going to be, are, are some of them having positions such as, as, like Social Security Administration judges or law clerks? Yes, they have, they have, it is unbelievable. They are given uh, government jobs to illegal that uh, do not uh, do a good job and cannot possibly do a better job than a citizen. Uh, I saw on TV that uh, Ms. Clinton, um, which was running for president against our current president, uh, President Trump, she gave uh, jobs to illegal aliens. Uh, They were getting government benefits from our taxpayers' uh, money, and uh, they were illegal. In the meantime, our citizens are jobless. They're not getting any uh, government benefits because they're jobless and because um, their identities have been stolen. And this is a person who was running for president who was giving jobs to illegal aliens as opposed to giving jobs to citizens. Criminal, treason, criminal, highly criminal. Oh, and to be able to think to do this, we have to think of lawlessness. That means they, that's uh, without shame. They don't really feel they would get caught, do they? They don't have any fear of getting caught. No, they have no fear uh, of uh, the law because they have broken the law so many times and gotten away with it that it is like second nation, nature to them. Oh, my God. And now, has... By President Trump just being in our office less than even two months, has your targeting sort of decreased? Are they kind of backed off of you a little bit, or are they uh, more scared, or what do you feel? Is it about the same, unchanged? I I think it's the same because he has been in office uh, for less than 100 days, I mean, for less than three months. And uh, I think it uh, continues, and it's the same. But uh, I am sure that President Trump is going to do something about it because he knows that uh, our citizens are sick and tired of the same uh, corruption, the same business as usual, the same status quo, and the same uh, lack of shame and decency. Okay. So I want to just recap to those, and I'm sure you can listen to the tape later. Regardless of how disheartening it will feel, like we're fighting this glamorous practically alone, still send out your complaints. If doctors and nurses and your loved ones that are suffering, still put a complaint against that hospital or that doctor or report that Medi-Cal fraud. Uh, the, we still have the, uh, the AMA, American Medical Association, uh, SFA. Headquarters are still... Do you think a letter is best, Professor Martinez, or on the Internet, or does it matter? 
Uh, I do it everywhere. I do it by letter, and then I put it on the Internet. I also uh, call them up and record uh, my conversation because what I have found out is that the Illegal Aliens Mafia members working as uh, government employees uh, many times say that uh, the people who, the decent citizens who are reporting them uh, are calling up to threaten them or to do something illegal. So um, when they do that, I uh, say uh, kindly, uh, you know, I recorded our conversation. If I threaten you, can you kindly tell me when I, threat- I threatened you? And then I get a hung up. Oh, a hang up. Wow. Yes, I spoke to a pharmacist uh, who is an illegal alias mafia member who told me what, that when I called uh, at the pharmacy that um, uh, that I threatened her and that she was going to call the police because I threatened her uh, when I called the pharmacy, when in reality I called the pharmacy to ask if my mother's medication was was there. And she told me, you know, I'm going to call the police because you just threatened me. And I said, you know what? I recorded our entire conversation. So if you call the police, make sure to tell them that it is six months to lie uh, in jail, to lie uh, uh, to a police officer. And when I play the tape, uh, he's going to see or she's going to see that I did not uh, threaten you in any way, shape, or form. And she just hung up. Wow, that's pretty desperate. That's pretty desperate. Uh, okay, phone calls, even when you generate the call, always press record. Uh, dealing with these mafia members, we have to record everything. And trust me, this is organized crime. My All of my targeting has always felt heavy, heavy criminal. Um, uh, my Rosa Park moment. Hi, uh, are we taking questions? Well, yes, you can listen to the earlier recording. I interviewed Professor Martinez. Do you have a question now? On the chat, my Rosa Park, go ahead. You know, type it, or if you're on the phone, ask it, because the call and chat are both open. Oh, hi, Johnny. I didn't know that was you. Hey, you. What's your question, babe? And uh She's a young lady, and she's also in the New York area. It doesn't matter where you live. Like Professor Martinez told us, this follows because it's mafia. They're everywhere. Every sewer trap you can think of. And even American citizens educated, even the real deal will jump on this mafia because it's trafficking and nothing yields a lot of money than slavery. And this is the worst type. Hi, Kay. Can I make a comment real quick? Go ahead. Uh, uh, Professor Martinez was talking about uh, when you go to the pharmacy and they might be imposters, uh, they might be using a fake license. Um, I don't deal with that uh, issue as a TI, but uh, my issue was um, uh, gang stalkers had swapped stuff that I bought at the store, like supplements, with poisoned items. They've also poisoned my toothpaste about 10 times the past five years. Um, I would get all these cavities on my teeth after brushing my teeth. And so I had to go buy a new tube, like, or else these cavities would bore deeper into my teeth and eat up more of my enamel. But uh, a month ago, 
when I called the pharmacy at Walgreens, uh, I, actually, no, they called me. And they said, you need your prescription refilled. It was an automated service. And I said, I had to think about it. I was, I was like crossing the street and stuff. And I was like, okay, yeah, let's just refill it. I'll go get my omeprazole for heartburn tomorrow, whatever. But when I uh, ended the call after that, I, I like totally regretted it because what it has to be when you're getting poisoned when you go shop is it has to be spur of the moment and you can't let them know what you're going to get when you're going to get it. So I was worried for like a month that that prescription that was refilled might, there might've been a, a, a criminal in that pharmacy that might've poisoned my um, omeprazole. So uh, I was, yeah. So I, I was so I, glad that, that the day when I purchased it, it said that that prescription was made within that, that 10 minute time period. So um, I don't know what they did with the other one, the other refill, but I'm glad that I got a new one. So I'm not going to do it over the phone anymore. I'll just go right into Walgreens and tell them I need to refill my prescription so that it can be done on the spot so that there's no one tampering with whatever has been on the shelf for a while. That's no, we have to think much. about that. That's a good uh, thing to do. The chat, uh, I already asked her. <coughs> okay, Professor Martinez as well. Chat person, I found out that my SSI has been given out since eight years old, long time, I don't know your age now. It has been given out four times to different people, and they are people who are of Spanish-speaking origin. That would be our illegal alien mafia. That's what they are. And they are working in the government as prostitutes, uh, like transgender. In addition, it seems like someone in the government knows when I am away and then someone applies for a DMV or SSI card. If you guys listened to the tapes earlier, Professor Martinez outlined how they, your, your Social Security card can be sold not just to one illegal alien, up to maybe even 100 people. They'll pay $1,000, but basically 100 people are using your card. Now, when they're requesting the card, there's something that they need, a job or something that physically physically wants that card, but they already have our identity. They can just require and request that. Uh, and they have government employees. Yes, very. I'm sure, oh, wow, they're prostitutes. I didn't know that. Thank you. But these mafia, illegal alien mafia members are imposters, and they are within our own society. They masquerade from CEOs, nurses, and doctors. Yeah. But they're already, you know how they're masking around? They're on the credentials of U.S. citizens that they have assassinated and killed. And boom, they stepped into their identity. And we know what that means. I stepped into your life. And that means your life work. If you went to college, graduate school, I'm stepping into your life. And exactly. eventually, yeah, and eventually I'm going to kill you. So I can completely step in it. And you, the, while we live and breathe, we are still a threat to them. Exactly. That's exactly right. They've got all this help, all these infiltrators, all these imposters, but yet they, they stalk us, have us micromanage. A lot of us are being used with electronics. That's uh, uh what Professor Martinez has discovered tonight on top of that. But look at, my God, the damage and how they can keep you enslaved with even without it. It's a shakedown all about money. 
And there are some people legitimately born of our country that have, that are real doctors or psychiatrists that are on it for slavery. There's high money to be made. I hope President Trump will find out where is the money and how do they hide it. Yes, he has uh-huh. the uh, investigators. I'm sure he's going to uh, find that out. And I'm sure he's going to take it back from the people that uh, have made uh, this money illegally from the taxpayers' money. Exactly. Because these people, a lot of them can barely speak English or they're not uneducated, and uh, the criminals, but they live in fine homes and drive nice cars and stuff. But, and they are stepping into an identity. I'm telling you, if we run their prints or facial recognition, they are not the dis- murdered American citizen. They are not. Oh, wait a minute, you guys. Maybe that's why they try to break in our houses and steal photo albums and pictures to further erase what we really look like. Oh, they the illegal alias mafia is known uh, for breaking into people's house, take documents, uh, to steal documents. Uh, from the uh, illegal aliens mafia victims, so they can use them uh, and present those documents when they need to. Like if they're going to, if they're going to cross the border or if they're going to go to another country, they can present those documents and say, "Well, I'm I'm this person. Look, I wouldn't have these documents if I wasn't this person." Wow, that's getting really scary. But uh, well, there there's a line though. They're not illegal aliens anymore because they've been uh, nationalized, and they have the the backing of corrupt government or the the community they live in. Their their sneaky identity stuff. They've already passed that level most instances, and now they're just out like sociopaths wrecking lives in the in the more naturalized citizens' lives. Well, I have uh, a, a person who has been impersonating my mother. I know a person uh, that still lives in Yonkers, New York, in the building where my mother lives. She goes to the Dominican Republic with my mother's uh, passport and identity, like, you know, uh, like it's nothing. And uh, my mother heard an, overheard a conversation between her and the super uh, who has access to the records from the White Plains uh, Court in um, Westchester County in White Plains, New York. In there, they make the passport, and they have connections with those people who make the passport uh, of the citizens. And what they do is they uh, make a passport for the the illegal aliens mafia member who just bought uh, an identity, and they can come and go as they please into and from the country, from our country. Uh, that's horrible. I um, want to bring this up. We're gonna, uh, I'm getting used to doing with the chat. We're closing the call soon. Uh, my Rosa Parks, okay, we know that some of the government employees are mafia members. Some of them even work as prostitutes, transgender. It is like the mafia. You either play ball or you don't. Again, that's earlier in the call and recording, if you guys listen to, when they are all, either they're already mafia members, doctors, nurses, wherever, cops, whatever you need, so they're criminals, or if they're not, they are either bribed or bullied. And you're right, it means either you play ball or you don't. Traditional mafia, traditional organized crime. Um, if you can't beat them, you'll join them. Sure, out of fear and intimidation, you will. My Rosa Park, the illegal alien mafia seems to be a vigilante group. 
some of their thugs could be that, but trust me, it's a mafia. It's a shakedown, identity theft, lots of money, and very elaborate about the identity stealing um, and the imposters. Okay, so I. But are we talking end, about old school mafia because with their their generations that have well, you know, talk- been born and stuff? Or are we talking about no, a mafia? Because no, we're talking about. You know, Familiano, Palermo. Yeah, I'm thinking the mixture, right? The mixture. Oh, well, it's old and new school because mafia still means organized crime. Because remember when when there were times on the docks before they wanted to even have a union, they would go in and strong arm them. You're not going to have that union. Then when their unions were broke through and established, they came in and said, you're going to do stay with the union. It's to take over and control monetarily, thus you gain power. And then you can buy your politicians, traditionally. It's done a little bit different, but yet the same. A mafia is a syndicate of money-making with tentacles that reach our private and public institutions and those that are ensnared. The more that I can have you ensnared, the more control over that entity. I'm not, it's nice to have two or three in the post office that go my mafia, but wouldn't it be grand to have the entire department under the mafia? Like a mafia, it'll control who I hire, who I fire. Your life is but basically you know, in my I hands. I sent you that link about the law enforcement, how there's names to them now. It's the Vikings. It's the 2,000 oh. boys, the 3,000 boys, the 4,000 boys. And these are sheriffs. And these are, I mean, the DEA is tied into the sheriffs. And then you've got the cops, and they got drug task. And then you look over the whole nation, and they were talking about how the NAFTA highway is all the different highways and byways up and down from Mexico all the way up into Canada, right? So the thing is, is that they were using different groups were using these these um, points of entry and through mm-hmm. like licensing and stuff because they got to get products back in that are made in other countries like Mexico or beyond, right? And so they were saying that the old, the cartels with the drug highways were using this and that the the law enforcement was tied in with the cartels, you know, and using the same highways. And I'm thinking organ trafficking, drug child, all of this. And it's falling apart. This is what I'm hoping by, you know, the bust in San Diego this, this past couple weeks. I'm thinking some, you know, Trump or whoever is allowing this to be cleansed out of the United States because every time trafficking was busted in Italy or Europe or Eastern Europe and maybe touched in Canada but never came into the United States to be busted, this was everybody's land that you could come to and do whatever crime you wanted to do. And if it's dark enough, they're not going to, you know, if it's sinister enough, they're not going to ever bust it. And that's why something like this, can get a, they can get away with this, especially in the States, and we're the number one targeted individual country. This one. Because exactly. then nothing gets busted. Right. In the chat, you can talk among yourselves, or you can call it that and busy. But basically, like I said, the hidden evil, it's all that. When I say mafia, it's not about, you know, or if you want to think of, you know, it's not about um, – a group, a specialized group. I'm thinking of like mafia. The Costa, I'm thinking Costa, about Costa, economic Nostra. stuff. Well, I'm thinking about mafias and economics. And so mafia these days, modern term, blue collar, white collar. But you guys, think about even back in the day. The mafia boss or a lot of his influential friends could have been movie stars, 
judges, etc., <clears throat> down to the guy at the corner store were a part of the mafia. What has changed? We, we may describe it a little different, digital world versus, you know, paper world. You know what I mean? Suits versus, but, but it was always that type. I mean, we can look at an old untouchable with Robert Stack and we can see they came in every color, every socioeconomic. Heck, they even had women that are a part of the mafia. She goes more undercover, and we'll have to have a separate talk about that. Female traffickers are getting away with murder. Look at today's teachers, social workers, and nurses. Who has access to a child the fastest but a woman? Second, who has access to a woman to traffic sexually? Well, they but had a child. Woman. A woman. Uh, yeah, the head of Child Protection Services in Sacramento, one of the biggest departments in our country, stepped down about That's, seven years ago. Yeah. She said, I'm yeah. going to retire. All this stuff was swirling. There were deaths and families. These children were being murdered in their foster homes, in their exactly. adoptive homes. Uh, I believe but, Professor Martinez will tell you, trafficking, mafia, foster homes, members, look at that, look at what they're taking care of kids for pedophilia. I bet those foster people are mafia members. What about churches? Who can they get? They're everywhere. They've always been in the churches. Well, I want to say that, that all of them are losing to the TIs because TIs have genuine friendships and the perpetrators are just syndicates. They're just growing a bigger network of syndicates. They don't, they're losing with, in touch with friendship year by year for, like, years and years. They're very awkward when you go out in a social. They're very weird when you look at them. Can you recognize a trafficker? Maybe we didn't before we were targeted. I think we'll know now. It don't matter if they cut the grass or swing that flag. There's something odd about them that just, I don't know what it is, doesn't fit. Is the car too flashy? Is it too much gold, bling, bling? They're a little bit too much. When you think about it for maybe a married woman, a married man, mm -hmm. something weird with their eyes, you don't know what it is. Maybe when you look at it, it's pools of nothingness. I don't know. There's something odd about them. So you're they sort of repelled by them. You know, it's sort of like the person, like, you just stay away from them. You don't want to deal with them. So you get that vibes. You do. That's what you will turn a drink away from or at a nightclub or dance. You just look at them real quick and you're like, I don't want to dance with you. I don't know what it is. Something well, wild about they, they don't even show up at the clubs because they're anti-social. Sociopaths. Oh, yeah. <laughs> they probably don't. Wait, you know what? You guys, they haven't had a real date since, you know what I mean, probably since the millennium. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Most of them, they can't make it unless they're rapists or, or necrophilias. They probably, their best date is probably at the morgue. You know they get down with the dead. You know how they roll. They can't make it with no real man or woman. They're jealous of us that we can. Then tell us. Yep. Why do you uh. think they attack our looks? Most of the targeted females and men are... We're attractive, and when I mean attractive, it's not just the physicality of the outside. An attractive woman or man, inside and out, humor, decorum, ease, confidence, that's attractive. I'm going to say it. President Trump is attractive, actually even more so than his spouse. What, the whole package deal, attractive. It's inviting. Yes, I kind of want to get to know you. These anti-sociable mosquitoes. Kind of. Yeah, they have body odor. They're odd. I don't care if they live next to you. They look like a nubby rabbit sucking on a carrot. Something odd about. Something's odd about them. <laughs> what, 
in, in the year 2003, by the way, my, I, had a, well, I was a telemarketer. My former boss was in the mafia. He was also a Navy SEAL. He started it all. So in 2003, I played an angel in the Lincoln Center, New York, and it called the Angel Project. And I played a, a, a very serene angel in a play and um, very calm. And we had rehearsals where we had to walk around the room and no talking, but look like, look like angels. So my former boss, because my picture was in the New York Times, and my former boss could not take that. And he came to the venue with a video camera and started recording. And he created a whole ruckus, and and he went crazy, and they had to call the cops, and they, and they threw him out of the whole place. That's how much he hates me. That's ridiculous. Look how far he'll go. They're weird. There's something about them. It don't matter. The barbecues, when you just social, even over a, a beer, there's something odd about them. And the women are just as creepy, too. Their kids are weird. They will look like. They've transmitted B2K at me about two, three, four million times. And all of it is just like bullshit stuff that no human, no normal human wants to hear. No, no, no. They, they are the dredges of society, social rejects. And as Professor Martinez expressed today, a lot of them are imposters. They have very nice jobs, drive very nice vehicles, but they have taken yeah. the identity of an American citizen that they have murdered for their identity. This you know what they did? You know what they rat- did? They, they created false spark because when you have a friendship or a love, you create a spark. But what they did was found electricity for remote neuronal monitoring and uh, remote tampering with electricity. So they create a fake spark. Everything to them is fake. They're just total phonies. They're phonies. At the time of the electro, oh, well, okay. You have B2K and they can say, as they can see through your eyes and your room and all of that, and they want to do the, the, the whole shebang of electronic rape or something. I'm telling you women, because it worked on me, get down with yourself and tell them how do you like it just being alone in your room. They'll never touch you again. It's quite human on the other side huh. of the technology. It ain't man. Real human yeah, those are our Real human smile. Real, real human dead, real human soul. They get down <laughs> with a gizmo. Okay, come on. The last woman they did was their mom, okay? Yeah, they, they got that open door thing. And uh, they, like you Nuh-uh. said, they, their parents served them up like a delicacy in, in, a, in a human trafficking circle. Yes. A lot of these people have been touched and they have produced child touches. A lot of these people have been raped, and they are now raping. Rape it's a vicious wrong. web. It it's is. a total Rape vicious rape. web. As I expressed earlier, and some of us are, I know I'm spiritually guided, and then they came forth, these read Daniel, they had teeth, of look of a leopard and teeth of steel that was talking about the entire Rome Empire. It was unnatural, the trafficking, the torture, the defilement, the rape. It was wrathful, and we are living in Rome, Roman numeral two. What is being put upon our skin as women and men is defiling, deplorable. We are in the belly of the beast, and it's vile. Stay spiritual. Stay hopeful. Stay prayerful. 
stay human. That's what they really hate. They want us to respond. You have yep. to be bored with them. It's if someone's trying to serve you a two-day-old hamburger. You know you're going to look at it crazy and kick it away from you. That's about how you treat them with really no words at all. They expect us to respond, and they well, get very hurt when we don't. They, it's like they never existed until six years ago. They came up with remote surveillance of our bioelectricity fields and ways mm-hmm. to replace sounds that we hear. And all of a sudden, they think that they rule my life and every thought I have in my soul. Yes, I think they do. Um, as we talk about, I'm going back and forth between our calls and the chat. We're both busy. My both are parked on it. Thank you. You need a greater platform to spread your knowledge. Thank you very much. People aren't ready to hear this, and they're counting on that. They aren't ready to acknowledge the truth. Cognitive dissonance will kick in as long mm. as it takes, and some still will never believe it. Can't believe our children have ADD, unlearned, undisciplined, unholy, unthankful, no spirit, no creativity. The movies are whack, the music is whack. But yet, we will live in the last days with great knowledge. I believe that's the internet. Yet, man will wander and grope the walls like the blind. You are absolutely right. We're about as dumb as dumb can be. I don't even look at new movies. I have to look at old black and white reruns. At least they were done intelligently. You know, I'm tired. Our new, I don't know how we speak to each other. Yeah, yo, hey, uh, mm, wow. Spiritually, intellectually, ethically, morally, resigned. Do you sometimes feel like only being a target, you're the last human being at times roaming and walking, really? Well, they're they're also um, cutting out uh, a lot of what um, is out there on the mainstream. So people appear to be more uh, venal and less caring and, and joke about other people's own thought. And like everyone's own thought is a joke. And that's their goal. Oh, that's, you know, well, that's, when you think about it, you guys, they find humor in that. That's even, that's even lower than Homer Simpson. I mean, yeah. wow. Yeah. Uh, that's pathetic. Really. Such sad times we really live in. Very sad. Do they find huh? our lives in this electronic dog town humorous to them in some way? Well, they have they well they have a worse humor than every. Ti, they, their 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 humor is is an abomination. They are an abomination. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> they are a walking abomination. Yeah, you can't even walk with them like more than two steps before they do something really grotesque. That is true. That is true. It's, so uh, I think that I think that they are demon vessels. They're humans living as a vessel for demons. That is true. That is true. Because they, they, you know, they think it's just enough to smile, be smile back, or, you know, say some off-color joke that somebody finds funny. 
Like, the thing that they do most with me, like, when they get emotional, when they have a, a drop of emotion in their head, when they're electronically harassing me, is to be mochismo. And it, uh, that even grosses me out most of the time. I even think of some insult back in my head, which only makes the flame grow higher. And then they try to make it grow higher and higher, and I have to be the mature adult with a, a, a good head on their shoulder and just be like, stop it, just stop it, and then just ignore it and just keep walking, just keep walking. Many have been enslaved before. Slavery has never ended. It's stronger than ever. People just aren't recognizing it. They always wanted willing slaves. I think that's where we're at today. Uh, you know, then, you know something? <laughs> Look at uh, then humanity certainly is lost. But this is where we're at. I mean, they, could reset, they could reset my brain a hundred times and it'll still come back and have ten times more common sense or morality than what they have to offer or integrity. Um, they torture us. Uh, they're going to kill us or want us that's the plan to steal our identity that's you know using the vehicle of medical as we had our earlier speaker Professor Martinez said shed light on this horrific crime that's happening in our faith and she has strong faith and belief that President Trump now in office is really addressing these matters especially with the voters in the last election that were physically dead hey it's so bad that um Today I thought, well, someday in hell, you know, you might be actually happy with your other demon uh, folk in your little smoldery hell, you know. And so I just smiled because, you know, I'm I'm Christian. I'm trying to go to heaven, and it's it's almost unthinkable. It's almost unimaginable how pleasant our relationships might be up in heaven, you know. But just for them to have like a day of of peace and happiness and camaraderie down in hell when they're that's where they're going they're going to hell every day and trying to bring a lot more people into hell you know um you know it's just that it's come to that level where i'm just like gosh maybe you'll have some happiness in hell or you're gonna crazy way peace they're very disconnected here and look at yeah yeah, life. and I'm so so. I'm like, you know, I like I like friendships and bonds with other people, and uh, with the earth. So they might find those things down there in hell. I, I know they will someday. I mean, they'll be down there for so long, maybe in eternity, maybe only thousand years, but one way or the other, they'll they'll find some peace down there. But they'll have plenty of time, I guess, to think about what they did up here on earth. Yes, they do. And our great father makes us suffer on this end and the other end. The nice cut. Both ways. Both ways. And we, we all want to see them. No, suffer. I would like we to all think want that. to see them suffer on this side. No, you do suffer on both, both sides now. You do. No, <laughs> I would like to see them just, I like old school hell. You're just going to burn and scream forever. No pleasance. No, no pleasant trees. <laughs> no, no good. No peace. Not one second. 
the well, weeping and gnashing say, of teeth. You can't say that when, when they're inside your head. They're only going to want to smolder you some more when you say that. When Not say, really. But then, you know, maybe. Yeah. Maybe, yeah. Mm-hmm. Not all, I mean, yeah, you're right. Like, some, like, they don't get it. Like, they just, they smolder one way or the other. They're like the wiggling worm under the fire that, that uh, they can never quench. Yeah. Well, the ones that I see, they're always drugged out. I mean, they just stay drugged out. And they're doing yeah. a little sex party and all that other crap on the other side of the wall. It must, it, you know what? And when they yeah. do come out, they are very raggedy, y'all. Lauren, they <laughs> look like they crawled out from under, I don't even know what. And then the manager wants to pretend <laughs> like, oh, you know what? It's all of, it's all you. And just trying to find some conniving way to get next to me and get in my feelings or whatever, make yeah. me doubt myself. Oh, they live a regular life. Oh, he goes to college. I'm like, at least he tries. I'm like, bitch, I already have a bachelor's degree. I don't need to go to this mamsy pansy junior college. I did that when I was 20, you know, and no, I have a double, I have a double AA. Mumbo. I don't need to go over there and get shit. Okay. It's mumbo, it's mumbo jumbo, mumbo jumbo by the managers of the psyops. They're a bunch of mumbo jumbo brainwashing their uh, soldiers to, to oh, yeah, brainwash us. Oh yeah, I see those us. too, bro. But I, this is my apartment manager. But I see the, I see the guys that I saw at the last apartment complex. The same handlers. I said, uh, you yeah. know what? I, I like when they call and crank call. They get busted because some of them get busted, y'all. They do go do time. Don't think that they don't. Because if the more you fight, the more you keep your diary. The more you, if you have called a lot, the authorities know exactly who you are. And sometimes they have to bust these people because they're doing things that are so frightful that you don't even know. I have privy because I have family that that just some of the people that I ask for help, they tell me a little bit of what these people, like they can't do certain things, y'all. They can't go over here like they did me. They, 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 made, they made a bomb threat to me. And I, I, I nipped it so quick that they got arrested not once, twice, three times. And so they do go do time, y'all. Be knowing that because, remember, Lauren, a little missus called me, and she said, bitch, 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 because her husband got caught up. He did a little bit too much more than the handlers said he could, and then he got caught up and had to go do some time. I saw these other perps. They had to go to jail. They do go to jail, y'all. They do. And the more we bust this wide open, the more they're going away. And then we'll look up one day, you guys, and they'll all be shot in the head or by the authorities, okay, or in prison or or in court. Because there's always, like my my godmom says, uh, a defecating dog doesn't defecate long, and she doesn't use that word. <laughs> there, it's an A and B equals C and D. You do so much, it's going to come back on you. It's the law of the universe. <laughs> they can't stop it. The sun comes up every day, you know? But they, the moon comes so, out every they've night. Been, they've been so bad to me. They've done rotten things to me every day for six years that I don't even believe in karma anymore. Yeah. Um, they get their karma. Some of them do. Sorry, Lauren. That's okay. 
uh, we're going to have to call. One thing I want to announce, but we're just not cut off. The call is going to end soon. And I just want to recap the beginning of the program. Our guest speaker was Professor Martinez speaking on the illegal alien medical mafia. Their tentacles are high-reaching to low-reaching. Yep. And it is a lot of our it's medical small. records. Yes. And our medical records are altered. They're fabricated. Uh, we will be withheld medical treatment, proper medication, unable to see doctors because our identity and medical benefits are being used by illegal alien mafia holders. They're using that and inevitable to slowly, and we will be assassinated to kill. So they can step right into well, our lives. That means even before you were, well, like say you even had to take a early well, retirement at a certain age will require it. We will be eligible for legitimate Social Security, they're going to take that. If you have inheritance, land, property, they're going to take that. Some of us wonder if we're missing money with our retirement or never got them. They are taking that. They live very well, as she expressed. They may only have sometimes an eighth grade education. We wonder in these offices, especially public, but I'm sure they're doing it in private, how these idiots have all these jobs because they're stealing the identity of an already murdered. Well, I, I, I get to deserve to say here that um, I've been targeted for six years really heavily, like every day, mm-hmm. like they do rotten stuff to me every day. And V2K and direct energy weapons and poisonings and destroying our memory. But they've only done like two different identity theft type things. And they, they weren't even that severe. Like one of them was like canceled my, my uh, family mobile plan with Walmart for my cell phone service carrier provider deal and uh a week or two after that uh one of them called one of those mafiosos called my cousin who i was living with and pretended to be me and he said they knocked out all the power grid we have no more power here and my cousin was like who is this and the guy said oh this is marcus which is my name so he was being an imposter and uh my cousin was like what this doesn't even sound like Marcus. And, um, and, but with that, though, they also were able to steal my Gmail account that I had since, like, 2005 or 2006. So I lost, like, 10 years of emails from them doing that because I could only get into my Gmail account through that phone number. I should have changed my phone number on my Gmail account before I canceled that stupid family mobile account. And then when I talked to the, the representative... They were talking about sawing me in half. The the representative at uh, Walmart's Family Mobile, she was. If saying, they ever do that to you again, you get right on the phone with the FBI. Something way over the top like that. Yeah. And it was, was way, that person? Wait a minute. Was that person at your local Walmart? Was that a person present, like in body, a real person that you could go in and talk to? No, I was that on the phone. I, I was on my using my new phone number on T-Mobile instead of Family Mobile, and they were just like berating me. And I I ended up saying some mean things back to her. You know, I said, "Well, they took my phone number and they're pretending to be me." And uh, they. And took, so she was somewhere in some corporate office somewhere. Sorry, Lauren. She was over somewhere in some corporate office call center or something. Yeah, I. I think she was in one of those little electronic sweatshops. Well, um, they can get the phone records, you know. If you call, 
I mean, I don't advocate calling the police a lot, but if you if you have a threat like that, no. that's a felony. That's a federal felony if she's calling you over the phone, but also if she's calling if you're talking to each other over a state line, that's a federal felony. Mm-hmm. That's just a threat, something like that. And if you felt only if you felt like it was imminent, like she could do it, but then she shouldn't even be saying it, right? And so, no. but she has all your information in front of her though, too, right? Your address, that kind of stupid, that kind of stuff, right? So yeah, and stupid. I was, I was be, already, I was drained. They didn't let me sleep that night. So I was so tired. I just I couldn't believe the things. Oh, well, they were looking for a reaction, right? Like Lauren, they tried to set us up. Um, they were looking for a reaction from you. I mean, you didn't say anything like that back to her. Anyone listening, if it somebody does something I like did. that, like if it's over the top, you should get off the phone and call the FBI and say I am reporting a crime. I'm not, oh, I think about it, or I, it might have happened. Yeah. No, because they can pull the records, and that's what busted this guy. I had his phone number. You should, if you have the phone number, keep the phone number, and when you flip off the phone, call them, tell them as much information as you can, the phone number, what they said, and how you feel about it, and that it's a crime. That it's a crime, because if... Um, they know you because you probably called enough. But if you say it firmly and you are really serious about it, they just might look into it and you might get that phone call like I did. Bitch, bitch, bitch. I'm sorry, Lauren. You know what I mean? Because <laughs> somebody got arrested. You just have to kind of gauge it in your gut and how if you can be firm with them and say this is a crime, you know? Yeah. This person threatened my life, and I have reason to think that they yeah, but were not so joking slick. around. They're so slick where I couldn't remember how, how like, absurd it is what she said to me when I was discussing the phone number that they're not even supposed to give out your new phone number or, you know, give it to a new customer for at least two months, right, or three months. They gave right. it to someone in a week, and they were pretending to be me. Wow. No code, no nothing. But see, now with the bust for the human trafficking that's going on and that organ trafficking, some of the crimes that have been discovered right now, we have a guy that was sawed in half in a prison. Okay, so, and then we had in California where they busted like 474 people. Now, they're taking these trafficking of any kind type reports more serious. So, brother, if they do this to you ever again, I don't care if it's the neighbor, if it's the what, because, you know, they took me serious last week. I said, these guys on the bus were, they sounded like they were trying to sexual traffic me. And I said it just like that. And no, but you I, know, couldn't believe, I, I couldn't the believe that she was The police her. called me back, brother. They called me back, and the man didn't, the officer did not want to let me off the phone because the certain way I said it, I felt like I was being groomed, and I felt that I was being, like, accosted and propositioned yeah. for sexual favor, for money, la, la, la. 
and they took it serious. He did not even want to let me off the phone. He said, okay, you wanted a female officer, yes. But he said, look, I have worked with rape victims. I've worked in this type of, you know, I asked for a specialist in that field. You know what? You could have asked for somebody who deals with murder, with murder threats. Just be more specific and more serious. You know, don't even sound mamsy-pamsy when you call in. Find, like, a certain phrase you know. There's, like, certain phrases that they will respond to. And if it were me, I would probably say somebody just made a murder threat, a hostile murder threat against me for no reason. I believe that I was threatened. They have my address. I believe they could carry this out. I am in fear for my life. But they they carried out the line of, like, sign me in half, like, about all the defamation that gang stalkers have uh, campaigned against me for, like, six years. So I was just, like, dumbfounded. I didn't know how to retaliate. I didn't – I just – Pulled her mm-hmm. off. I just said, you're a sick bitch, oh, yeah. and, like, basically hung up. And sometimes that's all we can do, right? Because we are traumatized. This is trauma-based mind control, harassment, torture, non-touch torture. And I, I feel you. I feel what you're saying, brother, you know? It's like sometimes you feel up to doing the mm-hmm. dang thing, and sometimes you're just like, whatever. Every day I go through this, here's another yep. crazy you know, fuck it. Yeah. I understand. Yeah. Yeah. And I, you know, I worry about like what the other caller just said is, you know, you call the cops and it's such a hit and miss. They might call you crazy and stick you in a freaking mental ward for a month or something. And then you lose all your personal belongings that you were trying to keep tracks on. Yeah. And that, that's mine. We're gone. Everything I, I, that they had me away for a month, bro. Went through my whole apartment. I understand that. But there's just certain times where either you think you can really attest to it and they'll respond. I don't advocate calling. And remember, I preface this encouragement with don't always call. But there are certain times where you know if you phrase it, if you've got the energy to deal with them, because, look, you've got to wait for a while to talk to them, or they've got to call back. So make sure while you're waiting for the police to call you back that you're getting all your little ducks in a row and you're real serious about it. And just be clear, concise, to the point, yeah, this is what happened. And they just might take you serious. Like, hey, this person is serious. But they knew I couldn't do that. They knew that since they scrambled my brain all night the night before and confused the shit out of me by stealing my phone number and my Gmail account, that I just, I didn't have the capacity to to make a big, big old prosecution against them. They just knew it. They, they, they read every thought I have. So I was like their puppet while they try to saw me in half. I hear you. It doesn't feel good. I mean, because they think so that joking. they can, they think they get away with this stuff. But see, yeah, God sees everything. The big, the great spirit sees everything. And you best believe right. I've been through this since 1994, and I had Whoa. 20 years of other crap before that. An MK Ultra monarch, okay, military family. So I'm just ripe, you know, for this yeah. shit. And uh, part of my language is just like. Okay, here's some more, right? 
And um, sometimes you're in the mood for it, sometimes you're not. For, you know, like Dr. Horton says, we're going to sue your ass. Okay, it's time. It's, it's, it, everything has hit the wall that could hit the wall with this, this crap, you know? But it gets, divided. it gets divided because it, 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 you're, you have civil and then you have criminal. So first mm-hmm. you have to prosecute the criminal aspect before you can prosecute the civil aspect. So it gets really – and then to prosecute the criminal, you need to call the cops who might mm-hmm. stick you in an ambulance truck again and take you to the mental ward again. Oh, yeah, they're going to try. But you know what I told my apartment manager? I said, look – this is not normal. It's not cool at all. And they were starving two puppies, not one. They they tortured two puppies. I'm like, okay, oh, so no. this stuff they're doing to me, right? Uh, so you're going to say that they're all well and wonderful and they're okay. No, they're not okay because look what they got done doing like last summer and the winter before that. And then she's well, like, well, they only get one of this they only get one more chance, right? They only get one more chance. I don't mean to interrupt, but our call is ending soon. I want to make sure everyone, does anyone have any last questions or comments? And I'm going to go ahead and mute the room and say a fellow goodbye. So does anyone, I don't mean to interrupt, but we're going to end within five minutes, and it'll cut everyone off. Does anyone have anything they'd like to add today? And I'll do a final announcement. Nothing? Going, gone, gone. Well, I just want to say this is good that you're recording all this, uh, our voice. But today the thought popped in my head that maybe CIs should put a video camera right pointed at their face for the whole day and see what type of weird stuff they're doing to our facial muscles and to our eyeballs and to our thoughts and to our voice and to our lives. You know, just put a, a video camera right pointed at your face like one of those snowboarding video camera and then what you do you put a copy in in, well your phones are going to get messed up put a copy in your email addresses to yourself and then you put it in the cloud and then you put it all over the place like dr horton said um katherine horton to finish lauren and that way if they erase it from all of that then you know you really have a case send it to your best friend send it to your only friend send it to another target put one with your family member that you trust i mean how how uh, how how where are they going to go to erase all of that they're going to have to go all over your life to and i i that's what i say if you want to do that put a camera on yourself and make sure you put it in the cloud and and in 10 different places Rest my case. That's a great idea. Okay, we're getting ready to close up. No more other questions or comments at this time. Okay. Okay, the room has been muted. Uh, We're getting ready to commence our call starting Saturday, February 25th, and February 25th, 2017. We have the pleasure of getting enlightened and educated on medical human trafficking by Professor Martinez. This call has been recorded and can be reviewed for those that have joined us later in the call for its entirety. Again, human trafficking is the movement of human beings by force, coercion, deception, with the full knowledge to exploit that human being. 
lucre, money. It's the illegal enslavement, kidnapping, rental, or sale of human beings for the purposes of labor, organ trafficking, sex trafficking, children trafficking, and as we've learned tonight, medical uh, and governmental benefits. And then we are being trafficked by identity theft and then because we are kept down and suppressed. But our identities and our credentials, licenses, college degrees, uh, are being utilized by illegal aliens in a mafia, a syndicate for that matter, that are, of course, taking over our society. It's been a thought-provoking cause. We've shared and I hope only each and every Saturday to keep the in deeper and deeper into this horrible avenue of human trafficking. Uh, again, we're ending the call, and it's going to end right now. So I want to thank you all. Take care, and be blessed at this time. Bye.